You're listening to The Virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts... Now. When you got Mr. B.B. King on the stage and you said to yourself, you can't omit the master. When it comes to the blues, there's no other than that blues brother.
Yeah, buddies, let's get down to it, boppers. Little B.B. King and James Brown to start it off today. Happily making this a Black Friday. Big ups to Black Rock Coalition and Earl. Our salute. It is the birthday of when I met him. The man I thought of as Black Santa Claus, just the sweetest man in the whole world, the great B.B. King. 86 years old. Wow. I feel like he's always been 86. My entire life, I thought he was 86 years old. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That was Chris Stanley coming to you, and he doesn't like the other name. So we're just going to call him Sir Chris Stanley from now on. I got knighted? Yes. All right, this is look good. On Black Friday, you get knighted. Um, but taking the stick today is the one and the only Pistol Fez Watley. Brad Pitt is saying that uh, he didn't have an interesting life when he was married to Jennifer Aniston. Too much friends? That could have been it. Just uh, Ross and Joey oh, stopping by. Fucking swimmers at the door. What does he want? Why are they calling again? Why can't Monica and Chandler just stay in their own apartment? So now he's taking some heat for talking bad about their marriage. Who's and he's trying to heat? cover that up. Where's all this heat coming from? Oh, there's different blogs and things saying that he should have never brought this wow. up. And saying that his Hold marriage... First of all, when you're attacked on a blog, I don't know what to do. The blogosphere is a fire. <laughs> this is not a, I think it'll be okay with the blogs after him. Uh, Getty wants to bring up something very, very important with a... Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. What do you got, Ged? Hello? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Hey, I got, uh... Dale South's got a new episode with Nikki G. I was on that first thing this morning. 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, loving it. Doing that Sounds of Philadelphia. The best show. Forget the internet. The best show on TV, and I still want to figure out how Daryl Hall does this at Daryl's house. How is the sound so good, and he's on the internet? He's got the money to fucking put together the best sound. Equipment. I would like Daryl Hall to take over engineering here at Sirius XM. No squeaky mics in his setup? <laughs> Everything sounds crisp. Um, I was thinking with the Brad Pitt thing mm -hmm. that it should never be the person... Who did the breaking up talking about the relationship? Blog it. Blog it in the blogosphere. The dumper shouldn't talk about that. Oh. Uh. All right, so if a woman gets smacked by a man and then she leaves, she can never talk about it because she's the breakupper. She's the one who left him. No, she's still the victim in that, in that instance. Well, who, well, why would anyone be a victim of a divorce? Well, because he he decided he went and had the affair with Angelina Jolie, so he left her. Okay. 
So he can never speak of such things. I just, he can never say the reason why I was left is because I was unhappy. I think he could talk about his new relationship. Okay. But I just, I just think it's bad form to talk about the old one when you were the one who decided, all right, I'm getting out of here. All right. I'm going to put that up as a big dis- uh, agreement, and I will blog it later on Ron's blog. What about a vlog? Video blog? That's right. <laughs> All right. I guess so. I'll ask Ann if I could use the compound. Look here, Brad Pitt. That Daryl's house is unfucking believable It's a, um, it's amazing. And when it comes to TV, it's going to be fucking even bigger. I don't know. I don't know how big anything will be. I just like the fact that it's cool. I don't give a shit if it ever gets on TV. I just hope he just keeps doing them. I'm sure. I mean, this thing's and, awesome. and instead of once a month, I wish he'd do them once a day. <laughs> just every day. All right. Sing a Philly soul. NASA discovered a planet that is revolving around two suns, just like Tatooine in Star Wars. All right. How does that happen? Does it, does it do like a figure eight? No, I think what happens is... Twin suns? Close y- together? Yeah, I think the suns kind of revolve around each other. And then the planet goes around, all the way around those intertwined suns. Okay. So, th- I mean, this is, um... What did you say? A- I said, um... Oh, I didn't say anything. Well, what did you mouth to me? You mouthed something. That I'm sorry that I'm freezing up. Oh, don't be sorry that freezing up. You've got a uh, fucking fascinating thing. Uh, we found the real-life Tatooine. I thought it was going limp dick, not... Oh, yes. I forgot that. Thank you, Chris Stanley. Sir Chris Stanley. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's starting to sound silly now. <laughs> um, and last week we found the planet that's a whole diamond. Just a giant diamond out there. I know, which now makes your diamonds almost worthless, folks. Kanye's distraught. Um, let's go over here to Jason. You're on a fess. Hey, on a fess, Sir Chris Stanley. Hey, Sir, when you've never been in one. I'm not giving relationship advice. I'm giving etiquette advice. Uh, here's uh, Brian, your run of Fez. Brian. Guys, it's yeah. been so long. Nobody gives a fuck about Brad Pitt and this other broad anymore. Yeah, it does seem like it's far enough in the past that... Uh, even the gossip heads should have lost some kind of... Even the vlogosphere out there should have lost some kind of interest. And maybe they should start paying more attention to why Gianni is so mean to Snooky on the phone. I know. Come on, dude. We got to have a house meeting about this, y'all. There's got to be a house meeting time. Look, she blacked out. She fucked around with Dina. What's the big fucking deal? Let's not make a big deal out of it. It's Come over. On. Jesus. Dr. Oz is saying that uh, apple juice, we should all just stay away from it. Well, he's fighting with the FDA over it because he did a show that said that apple juice has arsenic in it. And the FDA, whose job it is to uh, guard the apple juice, uh, said, well, there is non-toxic arsenic in there or the levels would only be bad if you drank gallons and gallons and gallons for years and years and years. Oh, no. 
and you're putting a scare in people where it don't work. But, I mean, this can happen, you know, obviously bacon is not bad for you unless you're eating bacon four meals a day. And then when you're, you know, 60, it starts to kick in. So I guess apple juice is the same way. But I don't know, outside of children, do adults ever drink apple juice? I would say no. I guess if you're in a hospital or on a plane, you, you have apple it. juice. They have apple juice here. Not, it doesn't move very fast. It's no. A, it's always that. that the, the orange juice is gone, but the apple juice, it's just piled up on top of each other. I, I'm not shocked by these numbers coming in right now. Also, by the early poll numbers. Diet Orange Crush doesn't move fast either. What is it? Diet Orange Crush. No, that sounds even <laughs> awful just even to think of. What's the whole fucking point if you're going to take the sugar out of fucking orange soda? If there's a popularity contest in the Sirius XM refrigerator, the seltzer goes the fastest. Diet Orange Crush, non-existent. Mike Buffler, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, I got a little spy report this morning. A little spy report, so I'll just do spy that quickly. Okay, um, uh, my wife had the Today Show on as I was getting ready. And uh, for some reason, and Kathy Lee Gifford was being an absolute twat, and she was reading off the Emmy nominees for this year. And when they went to the uh, comedy actor, uh, best actor in the series, she mentioned all of them, and she went down to Louis C.K., and she called, uh, she said, I don't understand how this show gets nominated when only his mother watches it. Oh, fuck oh, you! What the fuck? Uh, I don't know what it is about the middle-aged women, but they don't like Louis, remember... With the view, they were all mean to him. It's, I think it's because he's a divorcee. But he's nice to his kids. It's a very yeah. sweet show. I mean, yes, it's it definitely has a rough side, but it's also very, very sweet about fatherhood. Probably more shows than the shows that attempt to be sweet about fatherhood. Like fucking he, family ties or whatever. He plays himself as a guy whose life is a fuck-up, but he tries to be there for his kids. And he gave that duck to those Ganny children. Yeah, what more do you want? Come he on. gave a duck away. Yeah. Why are you so fucking mean over there? You today show drunk. Have another fucking half gallon of wine. Maybe we should see this before we attack her. I don't know. Maybe it didn't even go down that way. Uh, Brent, you're on the run of Fez show. Yes, I was wondering how fast uh, blueberry juice flows over that Sirius XM. All right, does not be mean. All right, walking past us now is the Cosmo audience. Uh, they had a bunch of stinky food. So I'm coming in to see the Cosmo audience in the fishbowl. And then Ant sees them and he goes, oh, we got some real lookers in there. I look over and I'm like, you're being overly kind today. But then when I gave it a look, there was a little borderline barely legal blonde sitting in there. And it was the only focus Ant had. Okay. He missed... <laughs> The rest of the uh, long misses, tunnel vision. if you will, yeah. And he had tunnel vision, right? He knows how to spot them. So curse. then after I saw her, I go, all right, let me switch up. You found it. You know, you found the needle in the haystack. Good eye. Now, I don't know why. We, maybe we want to do this all in unmasked. They forced their audience all to wear the same T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what they look like in a T-shirt. Oh, yeah. They're like, put it on. Come so, on. Um, so maybe that's the new angle for us. The, Where are the, you at right now? 
I'm right here with you guys. Limp dick. That's your, Limp new, dick. Catch, Limp your dick. new catchphrase. Yes. Uh, the College Board reports that SAT scores are the lowest they've been in almost 40 years for <laughs> high school seniors. You're going to start letting people cheat. You know what I mean? You got to stop watching over them like that. Yeah, let them use their cell phones. Well, we've talked about this before. Now, I've never taken the SAT, so I don't know. But it seems like the way people learn is changing away from the way schools teach. Uh, and maybe we need to let people in there with their fucking iPads and let them search, search, hurry up and search when they're doing their SATs. And then we'll start having some people crush it. Well, Johnny, you finished that in about 20 minutes. 600 questions. Thanks to Google. Well, I'm a binger. There's a new uh, food chart out showing how much Americans eat uh, each year. So how much food do you think that Americans, uh, an average American, how many pounds of food do you think an average American puts away each year? All right. I'm going to say average Americans, what, 180, 200 pounds? Uh-huh. Yep. You got to probably eat three, four times your weight. So I'm going to go six to 800 pounds. Chris Stanley? 1250. Over 1,900 pounds of food. Oh, that's yes. a lot of food. Every that's, year. Now, just think of how much food has to be grown and raised to feed each human being and throw that in when you start having all these extra kids. Does that include liquid? Does liquid? Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Yep. That's why I didn't include liquid. I had another 1,000 pounds in liquid. We do about 600 pounds of dairy products that don't include cheese. What's that, the milk? Milk, yogurts, ice cream. Uh, what do you think we do more of, pizza, ice cream, or French fries? Let's say French fries is a daily almost for most people, so I'll pick French fries. I'm going pizza. The answer is French fries. Thank oh, you. Fuck. Some people use that as a side, three meals a day. Damn. 29 pounds of French fries every year, 23 pounds of pizza, and 24 pounds of ice cream. It would be amazing if you had to just get it all out of the way at once. Like you start in January with your 29 pounds of fries. Once they're gone, you move on to your uh, 415 pounds of vegetables each year. It's like man versus food. My vegetables is going to be a lot smaller than that, dude. Unless french fries is still a vegetable. Uh, soda, to 53 gallons a year. The average American. And oddly enough, 24 pounds just in artificial sweeteners. I wonder how much uh, weight that we have that is just like mosquito legs. Oh, oh. accidental mosquito legs. I I bet it goes. Uh, like, I bet it's like five pounds. Oh god! That's I bet much. it's that much. It's that's too much. It gets into the poundage. Then you're just grabbing them and eating them. I'm gonna puke. Or the amount of hair. How many miles of hair accidentally go down our gullets every year? Can't be that much. Why are you ball busting him when you know he's he's got the stick? I'm just saying. All positivity. All right, lots of hair. I think tons of it. Fucking tons of miles. Just shit out a hairball yesterday. Just one big ball of yarn. 
William Shatner is trying to bring up the uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek controversy again, which L- is better. Last person to bring it up. He's saying that uh, he's obviously picking Star Trek. It shocks me. Saying that that was about humanity. That was about relationships and conflict. I wish that he would pick between Star Wars and Jennifer Aniston. And then, and then Star Wars is all uh, just special effects. It's a light show. Well, you have uh, you have the Star Wars people, you have the Star Trek people, and then there's that line to go. Uh, I'll watch either. If it has Star in it, I'll watch. Hey, it's in space. Let's put this on. But you have to give them this. They never had the budget that fucking Star Wars had. It's like cardboard fucking sets and shit in that original one. Yeah. It looked crazy. Like bed polyester uniforms that kept reusing and fucking body paints for aliens. And they never showed the cafeteria in any of these places. I'd always be, I was always interested to see what they were eating. And did it have a view? Would there just be like a big glass window and people were eating? You look out, there's space. I'm sure they had some like hologram, like showing like some mountains or whatever, like in Total Recall. I think the later Star Trek shows did. But I don't know if you can even count those. I'm surprised we didn't see a pointed plastic ear fall off during one episode. Didn't they show that before? Probably like in the, in the, in the, they've got some kind of like joke clip that runs around that is, is ear false. The blooper reel? Yeah. Where people are constantly walking into an elevator that doesn't open. They hit the door. That's their big gag on their gag reel. Burt Reynolds would end his fucking movies with all that, just thinking it was hysterical. You know the movie's bad when they have a blooper reel at the end, just to show you how much fun they had. Oh, we were great with each other. Oh, people are going to love this. Tom Brady told the New England Patriots fans to uh, start drinking early for their 4.15 p.m. game against the Chargers this Sunday. Relax, Tom. That's one thing you don't have to request of your fucking fans. That's already taken care of. Got it covered. Yeah. He t- oh, you want us to, Tom? Okay. He said it's a late game, so they got plenty of time to get lubed up. Then the team came back and said... Tom Brady using some throwback lingo, huh? Wouldn't expect that from him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Lubed up. So, and then the team came back and said, oh, Tom Brady didn't mean alcohol. He meant drink a lot of water, stay hydrated for the game. Then did they go yuck, yuck, yuck afterwards? They should have, because it's just ridiculous. Well, they have to cover their asses in case some fucking moron gets in a DUI and then said, the only reason why I did this is Brady said so, so I'm suing the fucking Patriots, because we live in Sioux crazy states of America. We're supposed to listen to him in the stands when he tells everyone to be quiet on offense. Maybe he should just lean back and start <laughs> fucking acting like he's chugging one. Come on, everybody. Do one. Come on, pussies. They ought to do a fucking thing at that stadium that uh, everyone's got to do a shot every time Brady throws a fucking touchdown pass. That'd be sick. But you can't do one until he does. Oh. I saw Jennifer Hutt today. She had Botox in her face. Oh. Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah, she's like this. Hi, Ron. I don't want to fucking bust her balls, but she seemed like annoying orange. What was that orange's name? The fucking orange that was big on the internet for a little while. The something orange. 
Oh, I the annoying wait. orange. I think it was called the annoying orange. Okay, thanks. That Botox has more poisonous than apple juice. Annoying orange. Yeah, but you don't drink that, do you? It just goes on the skin part. Yeah, you get... is, it, is it bad for you though? Well, I think it. I th- it's poison. It yeah, pe- but it doesn't get into the bloodstream. No, but I think just under the skin. Yeah, but I think it could do something to the nerves. You're freezing them. Basically, you're paralyzing your nerves and that sort of thing. So that the skin doesn't bend. Mm. Uh, To me, if it worked, everybody would love it. But it just doesn't seem to work that much. You gotta keep doing it over and over again. I see some of those women on the Upper East Side just like, Excuse me, can you tell me where Bloomingdale's is? Done that sewer grate. I always look at him and go like this. Why so serious? Uh, Ron Paul has gotten a celebrity endorsement for his campaign. About times. Ron Paul 12. Barry Manilow has come out and said, I agree with just about everything that Ron Paul says. Looks like that just swayed the beanie vote. Could be doing huge in Jersey right now. So that's nice. At least now Ron Paul could probably choose from Barry Manilow's songs if he wants to choose one for his uh, campaign theme. Oh, Ron Paul, you came and you did away with federal agencies. That way uh, there won't be um, anyone suing him say, giving him a cease and desist like happens with all these other Republican candidates. If I was him, I would just play the Barry Manilow at the end of the show, giving him time to empty the place. There's the Cosmo folks going by. All in their pink shirts. Yeah, you broads look in here. That's right. I keep looking for ants, girl. There's a dude with long hair. Whew. I think she might have just passed. Let me say this, a lot of frogs there before you hit the princess. She's coming the, around. The little blonde. There's oh. one guy who carrying a purse. Weird. No, that's her, yeah, right. With the stripe thing on, not yeah. wearing, yeah. He's got the eyeball. He just had a monocle. He was just fucking checking it all out. That's classy. It is. Very classy. Some Jersey residents are upset because the Jersey Shore is getting a... Four- Caps here! A 420... time. <laughs> They're picking up a $420,000 tax credit. That's right, raining on everybody. <laughs> Let them fucking know. So there's some, there's some state legislators that are um, going to the governor saying... Listen, this show gives our state a bad name. Why are the taxpayers footing the bill for it? What year is this? 2007? That fucking ship has already been has sailed. The, the, uh, the show, whether you like it or not, brings money to the Jersey Shore. It does. Especially that one guy who lucked out by giving them the job in the house or whatever. That guy. No kidding, that fucking guy. <laughs> he was like all over the first season. Constantly, you guys got to get to work. And fucking now he just disappeared. It's great. 
Well, see, the tax, the people that are complaining think like that $420,000 is like being divided up amongst the cast. They're saying things like, we shouldn't have to pay for Snooky's tanning sessions. Well, guess what? Uh, that's half the cast one week's pay. <laughs> They're getting change. a fucking 100 G's a week. That's right. GTL. All day, every day. Do you see when Paulie and Vinny were making fun of Guido's? Yeah. By dressing up as themselves was, and talking like themselves? Yeah. And dancing and... And yet somehow the subtlety, the other girls could see the difference. I couldn't. <laughs> I could not tell the difference. Well, Paulie's hair was slightly different. And they were using the same sunglasses. Yeah. It was all their own clothes and, and <laughs> fucking shit. I don't get the joke. And there's like, we look like those Guidos on TV. You are the fucking Guidos on TV trying too hard. That is you. Here's 400,000, boys. Keep people coming to the Jersey Shore. I think they just mind-fucked us. I know I feel mind-fucked. The NFL is uh, doing a new pat-down policy. Instead of just from the waist up, now it's ankles up for fans going into the NFL stadiums. What are they, what are they looking for? Um, I don't know whether they're still in 9-11 10th anniversary mode, but I, they said it's for fans' safety. No, it's bottles. It's probably from that guy who got the fucking taser in at that Jets game. Yeah, that was fucking embarrassing. The hell did that happen? Guy brought a taser in. And then when the Marine was yelling, stand up, it's the national anthem. Stand the fuck up. He ends up getting his ass tasered. He got lit up. If the world was coming to an end, and we all knew it. Okay. Would you want to be there to see it, or would you just try to sedate yourself, put yourself to sleep, and just try to sleep through the disaster, whatever it was? I'm kind of anti-sedation point in my life right now. I'd hate to be that guy who goes off at the end. I like to keep my streak alive. <laughs> How are we seeing it? What's happening? Well, let's say like it's an asteroid that's going to hit the planet, and... Wipe everything out. Mm. Pull a deep impact. Just go to the beach. Just wait for go it. Go to the beach and hold your dad's hand. Yeah. <laughs> then if those fucking idiots wouldn't have done that, if they just would have driv driven over to the fucking mountains, they'd have been fine. Yeah, they didn't even go that far inland. Come on. Most of the people you know survived, you fucking idiots. Out of all the disaster films, that had to be the worst. And why would you want to do it that way anyway? At that point, they thought the whole world was coming to an end. They hadn't split the comet in two. But why try to go out by tsunami? I think, didn't they have some connection there? Like, that was their place they used to go with their mom. Hey, who's Laura taking around? She's Fuck got up. somebody over shave 45. I'll tell you, Hicks. Uh, we had a falling out with her that you and I weren't even aware of. It seems a, it's weird in the hallways now. I'll say, hello, Laura. How's it going? But very short. You really hurt her feelings that day. Well, she attacked me, and I had to defend myself. She said that you don't return emails. Well, I certainly, most certainly do. Uh, you know who Jennifer Hutt was with today? No. Zoe Deschanel. Oh, the she was on Jimmy Fallon last night. Yeah. Playing instruments and whatnot. She's got a, she was playing an instrument? Yeah, they did some game where that's like she had to take a card and a random instrument that they couldn't use, and she. 
Jimmy Fallon's doing a kid's show at 1230 at night. It was really weird. <laughs> He's the fucking Gene London of late night. She's playing with the accordion, like, row, row, row your boat. Stop right into the general store. A limp dick. That was all I had. I'm 35 in. Makes for a big day for you. All right, it is the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, coming up a little later on in the show is uh, Unmasked. We'll be doing that about 2 o'clock, and it's an extremely funny one. By the way, I've never gotten the opportunity to hear the promo that you're playing for this, Chris. I'll so, grab it. So I like to take a listen because Rob Cross told me that he dug the promo. And he never says anything good. Yeah, he's always like, where's the college rock? What's all? What's with all this talk? Huh? There's Laura. I don't know who she's got, though. I mean, she normally handles writers. And there's a, writer's, uh, a writer in uh, Shade 45? Sometimes people borrow studios. Ah. Well, it looks like it's being borrowed by them. Uh, let me go over here to Jake first before we find that promo. Hey, Jake. Hey, good morning, Ron. Good morning, uh, Lord Peckerlips. Um, say he sir Chris like Stanley. That. Oh, come on. My, my Jaguars are coming up to play the Jets this week. I think they can take the Jets. What do you boys think? I ain't betting on the Jaguars. They got rid of their fucking quarterback with two minutes before the uh, season started. Yeah, but uh, the guy that came in, Luke McCown, looked pretty good, dude. I'm telling you, you're there down there in Jacksonville. You, you, you're thinking and hoping good things. But no one thinks of your franchise. It's just not thought about. No one brings up the Jags instead of except that uh, hey, they're playing the Jag offs this week. Uh oh, what's this? Carter just sent me something that he claims is awesome. Hmm. The Jags do come up as the team most talked about moving to Los Angeles if they get their stadium. How come it never happens then? I don't know what he has. Is this new music by him? I'm going to send it over to you, uh, uh, Chris. Okay. He claims he's got some insanely rad shit because it's fall today. So I'm going to let you check it out. Tell me if it's insanely rad. Here's our buddy Andy. Andy, you're on a fest. Hey, uh, guys, in regards to the apple juice, Dr. Oz is so full of shit. Um, the, the arsenic that could be found in apples is in the seeds. And in most cases, I grew up near an apple farm out in, uh, up in upstate New York. Uh, in most cases, the pressing of the juice, even at, even at like a, a farm level, you, you're not going to crunch the seeds enough that you're going to release enough arsenic. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, orange peels are also toxic, but people yeah. bite into those all the fucking time. This is the kind of shit that he could end up losing a show over uh, if he's not careful, because you can do a lot of things in TV, radio, anywhere, but you can't fuck with the money. You start to fuck with the money, and they go crazy on you. You can do all the offensive jokes, and, oh, I have to come back and apologize. If they find out it costs them any money, they get pissed. Oprah said, uh, don't eat steak. They threw a fucking lasso around her and drug her down to Texas. All right, you got the promo, Chris? All right, let's take a listen to it. 
Get inside the most creative minds in comedy every weekend on The Virus Unmasked with Ron Bennington. Kathleen Madigan is with us tonight. You like yes. politics. Do you get a big kick out of it? Rick Perry, even <laughs> up in the ante on throwback. Wow, no science. He doesn't believe in anything. And I'm like, why weren't you like my teacher in high school? <laughs> like, you're my dream moron. I agree with all this. Fuck science. It's evil. Unmasked. All right, so that's coming up today at about 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Um, oh, all right. The Carter just wrote back, I was referencing the comment from the person who said it was because of you they heard of us. Rocking the Dove Coat Records. Now he's all embarrassed. Well, if I even get anything during the show, I just start to fucking read it out loud immediately. I'm sorry for that. I'm certainly not going to read it all. Let's see who the person is. Oh, they love the zip tape. I want to hear the zip tape, though. Uh, Michael said uh, that they're in the Dovecoat because of us. Nice. New music show. Always fun. Yeah, I like the new music. We haven't done that in a while. We get him and Rob Cross to just go head to head. Lose their shit. Record guy against programmer. Who's the evil one? But then they ended up being friends with each other and ruining everything. Oh, come on. That's what we always despise. So has he got some kind of new music he's rocking over there? Looks like it was just like a sample pack from Dovecoat Records of, of, uh, of their bands. All right, cool. I thought I was going to hear some insane shit. It was going to blow me away. I'm always in the mood to hear insane shit that blows me away. Uh, we're going to break here. Chris, you got something that's in your fucking wheelhouse, though, you wanted to talk about today. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup. It's actually a big... Rulings coming down today about it. It's in all of our food, people. You should be concerned. You're one of those guys now that are worried about corn syrup and King, food Inc. King of Corn. Food Inc. I watched it. It brainwashed me, maybe. All right. You're the Dr. Oz of fucking satellite radio. Right back, Ron and Fez. The virus. Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez Show. And we'll tell you if you're right or 
It's the Ron Fez Show Friday. Big football weekend. Make sure you get your bets in, although half of you have been knocked out the Eliminator poll. The rest of you, make sure you're paying attention this weekend. Hicks, you going to pick Jets over Jags and just coast it in? Actually, I got a Ravens. I got the Ravens. Oh, you're Ravens. loving the Ravens this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up a little later on in the show, it is Unmasked. This is a good one. Make sure that you're listening Kathleen Madigan, uh, we'll put links up for the first responders. Uh, and it looks like we're on the edge of announcing another really cool unmasked. Um, we were checking on that yesterday, Hicks. Yeah, still uh, waiting for an update. How's the Zeets doing? Did you talk to him? Talk to him, sounded very tired. Poor bastard. Very mono-y. Very Sounded monotone. Yeah. I don't Ingested know. monotone. I don't know what's going on. This is probably his first time sick, not being with mommy. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, when you're doing that sick by yourself thing. Uh, it hurts. All right. Ron and Fez show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Got into a discussion earlier this week with HTG and a caller. Uh, and they were talking about how they will go after litter bugs. Littering people. And I mentioned that I had opened the phones up a couple years ago to say I only want to talk about people who litter. If you litter, none of you hate litter. If you're the kind of person and you're driving down the road and you finish your big gulp and you throw it out the window without waiting for the trash can, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. More than that. You're driving down the road. You got the Burger King bag. Oh, yeah. You finished. Do you chuck it out the window? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Because it still amazes me that I see trash next to the uh, road. And we've got to be 40, 50 years after the Crying Indian commercial. The Crying Indian commercial that embarrassed and humiliated Americans, or white eyes as I like to call them, do you still litter? Are you still the kind of person 
who doesn't care? I want to know that and why. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now here's Justin in the beautiful state of New Hampshire. Hey, Justin. Ron, how are you today? Good. Good. So I litter. I throw shit out the window all the time. Only when I'm in, like, the city. Now, what city are you in? Uh, Manchester. So you go into Manchester, a city that was a big industrial city, now kind of reinventing itself as an arts town. Yeah. And you say to yourself, with all the work that they're doing here in Manchester, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to throw trash out the window. Well, here's the thing. I respect the areas that they're working on, and I disrespect the areas that they're neglecting, such as the central part where the... um, Oh, let's just say the, uh, the, the the colored people of the poor income uh, reside. So your point is you will drive through what you consider a lower-class neighborhood yes, and throw trash out the window, and this is your way of saying you have disdain for people? Well, if it's, a, if it's like a McDonald's um, you know, bag, maybe I'll leave part of the burger so if a homeless person sees it, they can pick it up and eat it. I'm clean. I don't have any disease. He doesn't have to worry about getting anything. Like, but you, um, you realize that when you have a bad section of town, the first thing that you need to do is do a cleanup so people start to have some pride. And if you are littering in a bad section of town, not only are you helping make those people feel like we can never come back, they also claim that it helps promote crime. Um, there's this thing called the broken windows theory where people will actually commit crime in places that they consider is a bad part of town. Uh, let's go over here to Chris, Massachusetts. You're on Fez. Yeah, Ron. I litter big time. Now, why do you do it, Chris? Not only do I litter, I usually wait till an animal is around and try to knock out two birds with one stone. Are you being serious here or are you being funny guy? Oh, I throw trash out the window. Now, you'll throw trash out the window for what? What? Why can't you just take it someplace well, and dump it? Well, two reasons. Not only does it give job security for some for the prisoners to do on the side of this highway, which I don't think they're doing that great of a job at, because they're always out here and yet there's always trash. But even for the trash people, it keeps them going. All right, so according to this guy... And I don't know how ironic he's being. Um, I'd say funny, but I didn't laugh at all. He claims that he's helping the economy by creating jobs, by throwing stuff. Now, I don't want to hear from the people who I hate litterers. I saw someone else litters. I want to talk to the actual litterers. I don't want to talk about somebody whose brother-in-law litters. I don't want to talk about somebody whose wife does it. I want to talk to people who actually do it. Here's Steve in Rochester. Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ron, I take my truck out in like the middle of the night and I like if you ever drive down one of those old country roads and you just see a pile of garbage. Yeah. That was me. Like I'll dump washing machines, old mattresses. That stuff costs a fortune to go take to the dump. So I just dump it on the side of the road like a normal human being. So you feel because it costs money to go to the dump, and by the way, not every dump does. Uh but you feel You'll just throw it on someone's private property or even public property. Well, I don't know whose property it is. I don't pick anywhere where there's houses. I try to take like an old country road where I know there isn't going to be anybody around or no headlights. Pull over real quick and just pop the trunk bed down. I have driven. I I have driven through the country before, 
and just see a truckload of shit that's been all thrown there. Beautiful country road. Then you look over, there's an old couch or a washing machine, all thrown in the same place. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go over here to Kevin in PA. Kevin, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie Fez. Yeah. Pepper Dick. Uh, yeah, I, I litter all the time, but I, I make sure I throw it in people's yards. That, that way I know it gets picked up. You what know, kind of stuff do you pop. litter? What, what kind of stuff do you throw in people's yards? <laughs> beer cans, pop bottles, stuff like that. So if Not you're driving down the beer. road and you're enjoying a beer and you say, well, I don't want to dump this in the trash, I'll chuck it in someone's yard, then I'm sure that they'll clean it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a conscientious litterer. Now, Kevin, you a uh, homeowner yourself? What's that? Are you a homeowner yourself? Yeah. You yeah, have a yard? in my yard, too. I pick it up. Uh, so, But if people throw stuff in your yard, you're glad to say, hey, it's my job. I have a trash can. I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. All right, so now we're learning other philosophies. Uh, according to Kevin, um, according to Kevin, it's the job of the homeowner to pick up the litter from passing cars. Um, since you're the one with the trash can. Here's Joe in Philly. You're on Manifest. Hey, Ron. Um, the philosophy that I've kind of adapted over the years is I'm a selective litterer in that I only really don't feel any guilt with throwing away biodegradable things. I used to work landscaping, and a guy just, I was going to ask for a uh, trash bag for lunch, and his attitude was just, fuck it. You know, throw the, uh, throw the apple core on the ground. And then so, it'll reabsorb, banana peels, whatever. So you will just throw out fruit, uneaten sandwiches, but you won't throw out the bag? Well, if it's paper, you know, if it's paper, it'll break down. So paper you will also throw out, uh, cups. But it doesn't look bad to you when you're driving down the road and you see a bunch of cups there? Well, it does look like shit, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, a rainstorm, that'll break that paper right down. All right, but what if everybody thought like you, Joe? Uh... Yeah, it's not a good scene. All right, thanks. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. See, the litterers feel okay because they think someone else is going to get that. Someone else is going to be responsible. Uh, but I do like hearing your honest stuff. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to find out who still does it. And I look up here, and my phone lines are already packed. Um... 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to throw away some of the people who don't, uh, aren't following the rules and are telling me about somebody else littering. Um, let's go over here. Tony is a caller on the show. Tony, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, uh, I throw it out the window for a couple of reasons you've already heard. One, you know, if it's like paper, I figure I'm just, you know, going green and returning it to the earth. Save, save it getting picked up in a you know plastic garbage bag somewhere. So you feel like you're helping by chucking paper out the window? Yeah, you know, paper towels, napkins, you know, stuff like that. You know, and then, you know, being a trucker, you know, if you got a piss bomb, you got to throw it out because if you get pulled over, you get ticketed. You know, so things like that. So you will throw your piss out in what? Oh, you know, oh, you know plastic container, but you leave the lid off so it drains out. You know? Right, but you still have this plastic now. The plastic suddenly does away with your biodegradable paper. Right, but, but then the convicts come by and they pick up the plastic bottles 
So, you know, it all works out in the end. So it's really, like, so many of you people who litter are just doing it to keep the convicts busy. Now, I don't know. I've traveled around the country, and the amount of convicts I've seen along the road, it's a rare sight. I'm sure in some parts of the country it's more than others. But the fact is, I'm not sure if we can get the convicts to cover the thousands and thousands of miles of roads that we have here in the United States. Talking about littering, people that gladly still, in 2011, still throw shit out the fucking window. Uh, Let's go over here to, uh, well, first let's go to Kenny. Kenny, who's had a job doing this before. Hey, Kenny. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, I used to, well, actually, it was kind of a job. I was in jail, and I used to pick it up every other day, man. And then, you know what, and I still do it. And then after that, I got out of jail, and I came back down here in uh, Ohio is where I was living at at the time, and I was still picking that shit up with the waste management company up down there. And, uh, you know, it was all right, and I still throw it out to this day. So you'll pick it up, throw it out, you do both jobs. I, I did both jobs. That's right, I did. And to this day, I still throw it out. Depending on the area, I won't throw it out in a nice neighborhood, but if these son of a bitches want to live out there like trash, then, well, hell, I'll give them some more. What's an area that you feel is so trashy that you will throw litter out the window? Columbus. You ever so, been to Columbus? I've been to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I don't remember being overly trashy. Yeah, well, <laughs> you've not been in the right areas then. Down in an unemployment office in Cincinnati, you've been around there? No, I haven't been to the unemployment office in Cincinnati. Well, I used to live in it almost. Mm. Yeah, I had, I had some shitty luck back way back in the day. Now yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Bad luck for you, Kenny. Uh, what were you in jail for? <laughs> I was running some substances. Mm-hmm. Don't make you a bad person. All right, yeah. so here he is, uh, has actually had on the orange vest, had to pick up other people's trash, to this day, he will still pick up trash. And it's weird. It's this passive, aggressive, really more aggressive sign of saying that you don't like some areas, though. You're chucking things out the uh, window of places that you feel are beneath you. Uh, Andy, Louisiana, you're on the air. Why do you litter? Well, we, uh, we ride around. I live out in the country, Ronnie, and we ride around drinking our beer, and we make a game out of it. We toss our beer bottles out the window and try to hit road signs and see if we can get them to bust. Now, everybody did this, I'm sure, once or twice when they were 16 years old. Uh, first time riding around in the car with boys. Hey, chuck a beer bottle at this next uh, sign. Ha ha, let's peel out now. You're still doing this as a grown man, Andy. It's just as much fun in my mid-30s, Ron, as it was when I was... 16, 17 years old. And at no time do you ever think to yourself, hey, I'm taking this area that I live in and trying to kind of turn it shitty. Oh, well, yeah, but, you know, by that point, you're uh, you're already soft, so you really don't care about anything else. All right, I wonder how much of the litter that we see there has to, a lot to do with the DUIs. I wonder how many drunk people just think, I don't want to drive around with a bunch of empties. I better chuck this out the window. Uh, Mike in Vegas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, lived in Jersey, littered all the time. Moved out here to Vegas three years ago. Don't litter anymore because nobody out here litters. And when I go back to Jersey to visit, I throw papers out the window, you know, my gum wrappers and stuff out the window. So it's, a, it's, it's an area thing, you know? So you're saying it's basically peer pressure. Where you live in Vegas, 
People don't litter. You go back to Jersey, and you're like, oh, now I'm free to be myself. Not, not really peer pressure, but, you know, people care out here, so I tend to care more. People don't give a shit on the East Coast, and I don't give a shit. You know what it is that gives people the pride there in Vegas? It's the neon. <laughs> it is the neon. It's if the they neoned thing. up uh, New Jersey, perhaps people would litter less. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Wayne in Arizona claims Hello. that he called the last time we talked about this a couple years ago. How you doing, Wayne? Uh, actually, it's Brian. Brian okay. from Arizona. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm about 50 years old, and I started I started uh, littering when Obama got elected. It was really more of an act of civil disobedience, I guess. And uh, I've kept it up. I'm actually doing a little more stuff now, too. I used to, I used to like to stand up against a convenience store and drink a can of Coke and crumple it up and slam it down like it was a touchdown or something, but now I leave the can about half full and just drop it on the ground, so there's a nice sticky mess there. Now, but you feel perfect. like somehow you're doing this with your uh, as a way of a public protest against the President of the United States? I think so, but you know, at first I didn't think so. I just started doing it, and then after thinking about what I was doing, I think that... Uh, I think that's where it comes from. All right. Uh, one thing that seems to be running here about littering, uh, it seems to be people that are unhappy with their own life. He should wrap Obama bumper stickers around those cans so the message is a little bit more clear. Uh, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I just got out of uh, sort of central area of Africa. I was there for six weeks. Um, everybody there litters, and I kind of got the impression it's more of because the the processed foods and the prepackaged foods and everything developed in um, without the the waste management services and stuff like that. So the just the social consciousness of taking care of your garbage seems to never have evolved in those areas. That that because the infrastructure didn't evolve along with the technology, mm -hmm. um, the it's just the concept of throwing away trash never evolved. And it's just interesting here how even though we have the service, we don't want to use it just to say fuck the man. But well, it's kind of interesting because. Uh, we were in the same place in this country. I think it might have been Lady Bird Johnson was the first one to do it. But at a certain point, when we were kind of a big, empty country, farmlands and open ranges, uh, people threw things out the window without thinking about it. Uh, more or less, uh, they grew up that way. And until a marketing campaign came in to keep America beautiful, um, along with fines for littering, is when people woke up to them. Uh, now, if you're traveling down the road uh, and you see somebody littering, all the other cars are pissed at them immediately. People tend to do this at night when they can get away with it. But I'm always interested in what's the philosophy about it. Um, to hear that a lot of people are doing this because they're unhappy with life is interesting to me. Here's Bill. Bill in Brooklyn. You're on the Run of Face show. Hey, hey no, guys. I'm a literate. And why do you do it, Bill? Because I didn't have good teachers, and they never told me to read and write. So you're blaming it on the schools. Well, there he goes. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's interesting to me. Uh, this is your chance to be honest, if you are one of these people who litter. And I'm not looking to fucking run you down. I'm just looking to gather information right now. That's all.
Just gather about what goes on in the mind. The fucking mind of someone who litters. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Nate. Nate, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, I only litter when I cross the Commodore Barry Bridge. I throw a nice piss bottle down Chester. They ruined our fucking city, Ron. They need to blow it up. Uh, um, so here's another thing. People unhappy with certain neighborhoods, and this is done as this act of aggression against this neighborhood. Um, Chad, in Texas, you're on my face. Hey, guys. Uh, great show. Um, yeah, I, I've, probably, I've done it most of my life. Uh, I live here in Houston, and uh, especially when I see the inmates uh, on the weekends, the trustees out uh, picking it up uh, when I go through fast foods. Uh, you know, when I unwrap my straw, I throw the wrapper you know, out the window and all that stuff. So uh, it's just been something I, I've been doing. Uh, probably since I learned how to drive or got my driver's license when I was 16. Just never occurred to you that it makes the your home state of Texas, that I'm sure you're very proud of, look shitty? Well, I think, you know, uh, we've had enough governors and sorry sports teams to make us look shitty, so uh, a little trash not hurt. So it's a lack of pride. It's a lack uh, of pride that takes place. Now, he comes up with an interesting point. Uh, sports teams. Try to go around any of these arenas after a concert, after a sporting event, and see how many people have just, I won't say that they threw it out the window, but they leave cups and bags on the ground where their car has been. Another reason why I can't stand tailgaters. They turn that parking lot into a fucking pigsty. Into a goddamn pigsty. Um, let's go over to... Um, Let's go over to uh, Mike. Mike, you're on my face. Hey, guys. The, uh, the only thing that I really throw out is uh, empty road beers, uh, just mostly from an evidence standpoint. So you just chuck them out the window in case you are pulled over later. They're not in the car. Exactly. But I'm I in a state where uh, there's uh, deposit on returnables, so if someone picks them up, you never see any uh, empty beer cans on the road. So you also feel like you're helping poor people. I actually do. Thank you. You're not only drinking and driving, but you're helping the economy. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mark, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah, just like he said, evidence. You can't have it in the car, man. If you're drinking, you got to get rid of the beer bottles. But other than that, I hate littering. Um... So it, for you, it just has to do with drinking and driving? Basically, or smoking and driving. Uh, smoking weed and driving. Absolutely. All right. get rid of the baggie. All right, so uh, we are saying that drinking and driving leads to a lot of littering. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. Um, staying on top of this today, it's amazing to me how much people uh, do this. And I'm sure it's amazing to you folks listening as well. Uh, but then if you're driving, all you got to do is look out the window. You will see that a pretty good percentage, nowhere near the majority of people, but a pretty good percentage of people still litter after all these years. Um, pride has got to play some kind of part in this. Pride has got to be some part of this. Let's go over to... Um, Let's go over to Ben. Ben, you're on Manifest. 
Hey, how you doing? Just like uh, the previous callers, one time I was drunk. wasn't drunk. He wanted to get rid of the evidence. Major's in the middle of nowhere. Nobody throw it out the window. Half a mile down, the I, I get pulled over. He goes, you know why I pulled over? I go, was I speeding? Stupid question. But then he goes, no, you dropped something back there. I go, I dropped something? He holds up the bottle with the Budweiser label holding the broken glass. He goes, yeah, on my hood. Uh, so you got busted on the DUI? Absolutely not. Uh, he goes, what, he goes, what are you kidding? And uh, I said, uh, you know, I just had one. I didn't want it in the car. He goes, this is ridiculous. He takes my information on the way back to the car. Some call came in for some probably bigger problem. He said, uh, comes back to the car. You know, you shouldn't have done this. You're very lucky. I'm letting you go. And he goes, now you go back and clean that up. And I, I didn't know where it was. So I just went home. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you do luck out and they get a better call. Dill, Dick in Wisconsin, you're in Fez. Ron, I am a fat, lazy son of a bitch, and that's why I litter just like everybody else that called in there. That's the number one reason. The number one reason is you're just too lazy to take care of your own stuff. You got it. It's easier to throw it out the window, and I am a guilty bastard just like everybody else. Rob, Colorado, you're in Fez. Hey, um, I, I litter. Because the way I look at it, you're already throwing stuff onto something that's been polluted with petroleum and asphalt and billions of cars drive over it every day. What the hell is a plastic bottle going to do with it? Uh, does it help? Well, it doesn't help, but I don't see how it could hurt. Now, you live in Colorado. It's a beautiful state. You really yeah. feel comfortable throw to tell us, hey, this state is shit, and so I'm going to litter. I don't care about it. Well, on the interstate. It's, I mean, I don't know if you've ever driven through Denver or not. Denver's kind of a shithole when you, when you, once you're on the interstates. I am, it's amazing, though, that you see it uh, as a shitty place without taking any responsibility for it. Because you got to think it's the same kind of thinking. The same kind of thinking takes place. I mean, if you think this way and you're an individual, why would a corporation think any differently? Why wouldn't a corporation go... You know what? It's easier and cheaper for us to dump shit in the river. Because that's how it fucking started. It started not so much because these corporations hated fucking rivers. They just thought, look how much money we can save by dumping stuff out. Now, all you guys that hate big government, guess who was the one in charge of making this thing happen? The government. It's one of the reasons why you have big government today. Because individuals can't be fucking trusted and you're hearing the calls you're actually hearing the calls of why we have big government um let's go over here to anthony anthony you're on the run fest show yeah my favorite way of littering is to throw everything in the back of my truck and just blow down the highway and let it all blow out that way i'm not directly touching it now what kind of stuff do you throw in the back of your truck just whatever you oh, fast food wrappers construction debris whatever's left so you throw it in the back of your pickup and knowing that it will empty itself out as you drive around. Exactly, exactly. All right, thanks, Anthony. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let me hustle over here to Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Jeff from Chicago. Hey. Hey, uh, I've always been a big hunter, and uh, for years I would take deer carcasses. I always process my own kills, and I would take my deer carcasses different places in chicago 
And uh, it was wonderful. One one time, one of them made the news on WLS about 10 years ago that somebody was shocked that they hit a deer. They reported that they hit a deer on Wabash Avenue. Now, why would you drop off a deer carcass on Wabash Avenue? Well, you do it at 3 in the morning. You push it right out the bed of your truck. No, I understand that, but why would you do it? What was this thrill that you got? It was, it was fun. It mm-hmm. was fun. People wondering how a deer got in downtown Chicago. All right, there you have it. Some people do it for sport. Some people lazy. Some people hope upon hope. That'll make local news. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, Paul, we're talking about littering today and people who do it. You're on Run a Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. I litter at work constantly, inside and out, and I love it. Everybody does it. Uh, it's like a big game where we are. Now, where do you work? What kind of place? Uh, I work on the waterfront in uh, New Jersey, and they took us from an office building and put us into one of those construction trailer things mm-hmm. and uh, kind of pissed a lot of people off that were stuck there. So just a second in management space, we all uh, just decided to litter. The floor is filthy on the inside. There's a big dumpster outside. Everyone will throw their garbage purposely right on the ground in front of it and not put it inside. So this is your way of getting back at your corporation? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Why don't you just shit your pants before you go into a meeting? Why uh, <laughs> ruin it for everyone else? Uh, let's go over here to Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? Yeah. I one time, one time only. Whenever I'm driving on the highway and I'm behind a dump truck that didn't properly tie down their load and all of his rocks and dust are flying and fucking up my windshield, I then decide to pass, get in front of him, open up my sunroof and grab whatever the fuck I have in my car and directly throw it at him. Actually, I lost my wallet last week doing the same fucking thing. God you, bless you, you threw your wallet at the guy? That's a hell of a way of telling someone that you're unhappy with him. Hey, coming up today... Uh, about 2 o'clock, Unmasked with Kathleen Madigan. Uh, we'll put the links up for any of you first responders. We will break now. Back, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Ron and Fez. On the virus. Fezzy, we all love you on the Ron and Fez show. You make us smile every day, everywhere we go. Fezzy, you don't stand alone. Blueberries are two kiwis, as Fez is to his fans. Call 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ when you need a friend. Fezzy, you don't stand alone Fezzy, you won't stand alone Call 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ When you need a friend The virus Ron and Fez The Ron and Fez Show Hello, Porchester University This is George Clinton. George Clinton. Parliament Funkadelic. The Parliament Funkadelic.
Yeah, buddies. Ron and Fez show. I'm digging the new Black Friday idea, Hicks. I mean, obviously, we start with funk, but then we got to solidify this the rest of the day. All black. All the Filet time. Filet soul, soul patrol. It's all happening. Earl should be on top of this a million percent. Where's the vibe manager? I don't know what's going on with the vibe manager. So I guess there's a vibe out there somewhere that needs to be managed. I mean, I guess the vibe is a uh, table for what? Four? Follow me. That's the vibe right now. I know one thing. They weren't getting him on the dance floor the other night. Impossible. He was not going to bust up a chippero for anybody. Unbelievable. He could have uh, been all in that. When I uh, talked about the people who leave their trash behind in the parking lots when they tailgate, a guy uh, writes in, if I spend 30 or 40 bucks for a parking spot, you're damn right you're going to be picking up my trash. Another one of the reasons why it could be 30 or 40 bucks to park places. But I will tell you this. There is a sense of entitlement that we have in this country. And it, it comes out of this thing where I was talking with uh, HTG and her wanting to straighten everybody else out. As she goes around, she's, you know, mall security, wherever she goes. But when Bill Bailey was in earlier this week, he was trying to figure out, you know, this sense of Americans having signs that, and stuff that we want people to know who yeah. we are. Constantly. There is something that's gotten into us um, about being Americans and feeling that that justifies something to come to us. You know, there's an old saying about rich people is that, you know, you're born on third base and you thought you hit a triple. Well, that's starting to get to be America. Anyone. They're, they're bringing up fucking forefathers, and they're bringing up World War II as if they had themselves anything to do with it. Americans are always willing to say now what they have coming to them instead of what they're willing to work for. Uh, but you wonder if you can help a people who don't give a shit about the condition of their own country. It's pretty scary. Just trashing the fucking place, not giving a fuck. And you're saying that as a man who lives in trash. Yeah, I'm the trash man. You don't litter? I litter. Cigarette butts. Then why are you saying it's pretty scary? Well, you no. You're doing it. I, I can recognize my own faults. Well, it's one thing to recognize. You ever going to make any changes? I'll try. I need you to listen to the song Changes by David Bowie over and over. And see if it makes any sense to you at all. Um, amazing. At hippie festivals, it's really crazy. They they fucking jump on your ass for cigarette butts. They fucking lose their shit. A lot of people just walk around with little pat, little like. Yeah, I saw bags. what fucking Woodstock looked like in those pictures <laughs> yeah. after they left. It took hundreds of thousands of dollars they had to pay that fucking farm. Yeah, no matter what, clean place, that up. it's getting fucked up. Uh, it's always amazing to me when people leave their trash behind in a movie theater. You know the next movie's starting in a couple minutes. Yeah, come on. It's literally just a bucket and a soda. All right. uh, Doug says, at the Pats games, they pick up the trash from your spot as long as you have it in a bag. Oh, that, that's very nice. This could be you, Hicks, right here. Cool. Sir Chris Stanley 
have to be a different man Time may change me But I can't trace time Where are you, David Bowie? What are you up to? We know you're only blocks from here. Made a mystery. I watch the ripples change the sides, but never leave the stream of warm and permanent sand. So the days float through my eyes, but still the days seem the same. And these children that you spit on and stay try to change their worlds are immune to your consultations. They're quite aware of what they're going through. Everybody now. Changes and face the strain. Changes. Don't tell them to grow up out of it. saxophone. Here it is. It's David Bowie on the virus. That was Changes. Changes on the virus. Hoping that all of your changes are good ones today. Coming up next, Diamond Dogs. Seems like the weather's starting to ch 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 change. You're listening to the virus on a chilly pre autumn weekend. Bundle up out there. Or you might end up with a Bowie ache. Ch 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 changes. If you've got any spare ch 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 change, we're going to be uh, raising money here. A little later on this week. So we try to keep the lights on. So we can keep giving you the music that you love. Here on the virus. These are the breaks that Dave has to do. Like what is it? Three times a year where you have to raise money? In yeah. Public radio? I think he did, uh, did one a week or two ago. How much they raise? A few grand. It's like a fucking Kickstarter program every time you turn around. Did you do uh, your sports show with him this week? Yes. yes what was the big topic? Making our picks and talking about Mariano. That was big. The U.S. Open. Mariano was big. Um, I don't know whether you saw this Teddy Bruschi thing, but uh, he's mad because there was a tweet by Ocho Cinco who said, I'm in all of... Uh, 
Tom Brady. And he's like, instead of being in all of Tom Brady, why don't you just run your patterns correctly? <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny how tw- much trouble people get into for tweeting. Nonstop. It was also like, it's like real life Madden. I'm telling you something right now. That poor Kim Kardashian can't tweet a thing without Opie picking on her. Let me see what today's tweet was. She is in the crosshairs. She just leans on that uh, Kim Kardashian. She's got to be after a while. She's like, who is this Opie and why why doesn't he like me? Hey, she threw herself out there. It's a Kim Kardashian publicity machine. That's true. There's no doubt about it. Giant ass. She likes people who knows what she's are and what her newest project is. Uh, Let's go over here to Alex in Ohio. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, uh, I just wanted to comment. You guys were talking about the hippie music festivals and the cigarette butt. I know Hicks was saying about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, mean, the the problem is is they're held to a higher standard because everyone calls them a bunch of dirty hippies like they got nothing. You know, and there's all there's all the strung out fucking looks and shit walking around. But I mean, there's a whole crew of people that are regular hardworking people that just go to their party. Yeah, like me. What are you trying to do? Yeah, convince fucking Hicks to this? He is a fucking long haired no, hippie. No, 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 he's got no. a goddamn. He's got a horse's mane coming out of the top of his head. That's right, looks beautiful too. Why don't you uh, cut that off and give it to a cancer kid? Eventually, there will be a lucky cancer kid with a beautiful mane of hair, but not now. Either that or just give him a picture of Moby and say, look, he rocks it. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, really. Come on. Fucking pick up some turntables already. Uh, here's what Kim Kardashian said. Work first. Play later. Me? Is playing dress up really work? He just rides her giant ass. Whoa. And you know, she's like, what the fuck did I do to this guy? She must be very perplexed. She's just making her reality TV shows, that's all. And her credit cards and her Sears clothing line. She has a credit card out? I believe so. I think there was like a Kardashian card or something. It should be the Kardashian bank. There's also, I think, a Russell Simmons one, too. Russell Simmons is endorsing some sort of prepaid debit card or some shit. <laughs> Payday loan service. Well, I'm going to go over here to Mitch in Arena. What is the Ron Fez show? 866. Ron Zero Fez, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, Mitch, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Um, I'm, uh, my name is Mitch. I'm from Reno, Nevada. Okay. I just want to let you know, we just had Burning Man here, and they had to shut down the, the actual fountain at the airport because hippies were bathing in it. Thank you. Wow. You see that, Hicks? I always wanted to go, too. Maybe this turned me off to it. Uh, a lot of people, Hicks, have written in on the... Uh, DMT show that we're talking about doing? Oh, yeah. And one guy has says he's had 150 DMT experiences. Holy shit. Only one went south on him. That's crazy. I know, yeah, I know a bunch of kids upstate who are just swear by it, constantly just smoking the DMT. They love it. That's all they talk about. It's like, yo, we got to get some more DMT. He says he goes to the same place out of his body time and time again. Shame we don't do more research. Well, I definitely want to do a, a special on it one time. That'd be great. Uh, he says he wants to come in. He'll pick up zircones if we want. If I start eating zircones, I'm not going to give a shit anything you're saying about DMT. <laughs> That's just going to cost you any attention. Hopefully, he doesn't spike it. This guy's constantly smoking DMT. 
Fuzzy, you just been watching today, huh? You're not in the mood? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been freezing up here. We don't say that word mm. anymore. I have been limp dick over here. What threw you today? I, when I saw you earlier, I thought you were in a great mood. Uh, it just Sometimes it just washes over me like a big limp dick wave. It's a good honest answer, but what's in your kitchen? What's going on? Well, I'm still upset about this Brad Pitt thing. The fact that he's trying to cover for it now because Moneyball's coming out. You know, he said these things. I want to see. I'm going to see Moneyball next week, right? Yeah. But in a theater. Looks like it's a theater here. In Times Square. I know. When I saw the address, I was upset. You went out of your way not to tell me the exact place, and just said you put it on there, and this I'll never fucking forget it. You'll be seeing it at Forty Second Street between Seventh and Eighth. I guess there's only really one place to go to a home <laughs> Motherfucker. I've always been a big Brad Pitt fan, and I just see him as no gentleman about what he did with Jennifer Aniston in this marriage. I don't know why it had to come up. You said the blogs agree with you, right? Yes, yes. I don't, I don't go mention the exes myself either. I don't like it. I just think it's really a rude thing to do. I mean, he talks about Angelina Jolie and the kids. Greatest thing that's ever happened to him. Why can't the good stuff be enough there, Brad Pitt? Why do you have to say that the thing with Jennifer Aniston wasn't even a real marriage? And this is what's been in your head all day, no matter what else we've been talking about? You're that furious about it? I just keep going back to it in my mind, because I'm like, this doesn't seem like the gentleman Brad Pitt, who's always had nothing but good things to say about people. I don't know. I don't know them. He's always seemed like a crazy pothead a little bit to me. He loves the herb. He also said he in that doesn't. interview, like, ah, oh, I just love smoking, getting high with it. Maybe he was high when he said it. Maybe he was high. Um, let's go read to Chris. Chris, you're on Ron Fess. Yeah, Ron B. Chris Rock, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a uh, high school team here that uh, last week played a game. Went it was twenty nine to nothing before the other team touched the ball. How do we think that happened? Is onside kick four times in a row and received it. It's getting national press, Yahoo front page. Uh, no, is this the? Is it? I did see this. This is the coach who never punts. We never punt. We haven't punted in two years. Uh, he's got a lot of statistics to back him up. We all love him, uh, but, man, we're getting some bad heat all over the country uh, about this, this coach. Well, you know, oddly enough, I just did something earlier this week saying how much I hate the kicking game, and uh, I kind of admire what this guy's doing. I'm telling and, you, you know, this team we played last year, it's a big, big uh Big school from a you know class seven A. Uh, we lost thirty four to thirty three. They run the ball every single time they get it. Uh, we got to get the ball back. So why give it to them? Who who says you can't onside kick? It well, first like of all, if you have a problem with the onside kick, you've got to fucking stop it. You've got to recover the ball, get great fucking field position, and go on from there. Then you don't have a problem in the world, Chris. You know. So if someone has a bitch with this, make it a stupid. Make the coach look stupid by defeating what he set out to do. That's how you. That's how you. You feel fucking superior. But the, are people mad because they say this is bad sportsmanship? 
Absolutely bad sportsmanship. They say we're lining up, we're knocking people over just to get the onside kick. <laughs> and we're saying, hey, when you run a play, you got cornerbacks and linebackers trying to take the quarterback's head off. Well, it's the same thing. We're onside kick. It's part of the rules. If you have a problem with it, uh, you know, it's not us. We don't set the rules. Onside I, kick is part of the game. I am uh, interested in the whole thing. No, he'll, he'll never punt no matter where he is, right? Right. Statistically, it's proven that if we're on our own 20 and we punt to the 50 uh, or they run it back to the, our own 40, we might as well try to go for it. We got a chance of getting the ball back. Keep you know, keep the ball. I remember being like a little kid when you're when you're playing, you know, sixty five, seventy five pound teams and all that kind of shit. And uh, our punts would go eight, twelve yards. And even then, I'm like, why are we punting? We we can't pull this off. Let's just fucking go for it every time. That's um, right. And you know, you watch NFL games, college, high school. What the first thing you think normally is when it's fourth and twelve. Oh, they got a punt. The sports announcer says, well, looks like a punt. But no, it's not. We get four downs. All right, so uh, how many games have you guys played this year? We've played three, three and oh. And what's the name of the high school and the team? What are they called? It's called Pulaski Academy, private school here in Little Rock. How many students? 350 in the school. All right, 350 in the whole school. So the yeah, chances of there being a great place kicker or punter is pretty small anyway. We don't have one on the roster, Ronnie B. <laughs> we don't we don't put the letter P next to anyone's name on our roster. By the way, I love the fact that it's a uh, a Polish school there in the middle of Little Rock. That's just amazing to me. Uh, Chris, I want you to, to give me a call keep me updated because I want to know how this season goes for this guy. Because I think it's interesting, but it always gets back to this. It's just like, you know, people will get mad at a knuckleballer. Then fucking hit it. Learn how to hit it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Figure out this coach. Figure out this team. And beat them at the game plan. You know what they're going to do. They're going for it. That's right. All right, my friend. Keep me updated. All right. Bye-bye. Got your special team shit in fucking order. Yeah, so stay on top of it. Now, back to Brad Pitt. The fact that, I, I, you know, I was on Team Aniston from the beginning of this. And now I feel like this is really salt in an old, what maybe should have been by now, healed over wound. It's just ripping a scab right off of it. What could I do to make you feel better? I, I don't think anything could make me feel better. What magazine did you read this in? This is Parade Magazine <laughs> that is going to be out this what? Sunday. So there was some ex- excerpts out from it. Parade magazine. I didn't even know that still existed. It's used available. to come with this Sunday paper. Yes, it's the available su- in some Sunday papers. Yeah, I remember reading it when I was a kid. Parade magazine. That's weird. So he's just now, and it's out. It's apparently he's doing one with Entertainment Weekly too, where the same stuff is coming out. I don't know what's happened. Maybe he's seen that at Jennifer Aniston is with this Justin Thoreau and may be finally happy, and now he can't stand it. Like, he always had the upper hand, you know, having, you know, six kids, right. Angelina Jolie, the most desired woman in the world. I'm just going to have to take your, uh, you know, take your word on this one, Fez. I'm gonna, I don't read Parade Magazine. 
And I'm going to see Moneyball because I'm interested. I read the book years ago. I'm interested in the film. I don't think about like who people are married to, though. You but know? he's already won. He got Angelina Jolie. He's got the life he wanted. The kids that apparently Jennifer Aniston didn't want to have. He won. Why does he have to march back all over her? Um, you like John Malkovich as an actor? Yeah, I like John Malkovich. What's his wife's name? I have no idea. Isn't it interesting how many people you don't know their wives? What's Chevy Chase's wife's name? I don't know. Why do we have to know some people's wives and not the other people's? Why can't they just show up and do work? What does what anything else have to do with it? We love this super couple. Because this is Brad Pitt putting this out here. Reminding everyone I was once part not, of uh, a marriage between movie and television royalty. Really? Yeah. He's the one putting it. People didn't go... You know, begging Brad Pitt to say how pathetic your marriage to Jennifer Aniston was, how it wasn't even real. How is that supposed to make her feel? Good. Then he, I think she's going to feel good. Then she, then he comes back and says, oh, no, we're still great friends. She's so funny. She's so beautiful. Well, none of that is going to help after she's been called pathetic. It's really true. Um... Come on over here, Junior. Junior, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ron. I was just yeah. going to ask you, but can you let Cassidy uh, White over and let it go? He doesn't seem like he can let it go. Uh, it has bothered me since I saw it last night. It seems like it's bothering you really, uh, uh, really a lot, Fez. Chris, you're on Run of Fez. With all this Brad Pitt talk, I never thought I'd be wanting a limp dick moment to happen. It is kind of strange. Um, Jennifer Hutt just stopped in. I have more time today. You, uh, <laughs> people love that. You're here you know, early. Uh, you, you met with the beautiful Zoe Deschanel today. I did, and then I tried to get her for your show. As I was leaving, she was taking pictures, and I ran up to Liam, and I said, can she please do Ron and Fez? Can she please? Oh, and I didn't mean it like that. But I said, can she please be on that show? And, and, and he's like, oh, no, there's no time. There's no time. Well, that's very nice of you to think of us. <sighs> you look like you're sad today, like your eyes are watery. No, I had Botox this morning, so I've been keeping my head upright. I have to, for four hours, I can't bend my head. And that, is that makes your eyes watering? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm tired. It's been a crazy morning. You, right now, it looks like somebody hit you in the forehead with a two-by-four. Yeah, well. It's all red. Thanks. Where's it going, is, uh, where's it going at, right? Into the forehead? Into the forehead. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Into the forehead and on the side of my eyes. And so, hopefully, I'll be paralyzed on the forehead soon in a few days. Will you be able to feel it if we put a pin through your forehead? I'm not sure. We'll have to try. I brought um, some candy if anyone wants. Yeah, what kind? Oh, also, let's see. And People Magazine, because I need to have something to talk about on today's show. Please, Fez has got a million things for you right Where now. Where do you see Parade this Sunday? I, you mean about Brad Pitt? Mm -hmm. Talked about it yesterday. I'm all fired up. Fez was just screaming about... This is actually the third time he's brought, brought it up today. Well, what are you upset about? And I'll tell you what I'm upset about. Well, you, you say yours first. Okay, I am pissed off because I feel like... Brad dumps Jennifer, right? Uh -huh. Which is fine. Not every marriage works out. Right. But then he ends up with the most beautiful girl, Angie. And now it's like, I love Angie so much. And my life with Jennifer was one big fucking lie. And I feel bad for Jennifer Aniston that yet again, he's making her feel like crap. Fez was just saying the same thing. 
Where are you really? Sing um, it, sister. Seriously, he brought it up at the beginning of the show, then later on, and now he just started screaming it. And as a matter of fact, we've changed the topic. Yeah, to what? 18 times. I mean, we've been on 18 different topics. I know, but I understand why he'd harp about it. And he goes back to it, and you've even said you... You can't even pay attention to anything else that we're talking about because you're so angry with this. Yes, because I think what happened was we talked about me and relationships yesterday, and I would be mortified... If you were her. If I was Jennifer Aniston. Oh, see, I don't feel and that And I'm, like, right. totally identifying with this poor girl who has been told when she did marry someone, she's pathetic. Can I the tell you something? was pathetic. I've had be- women badmouth me all over, and it never bothers me. It's not about the bad... It- Here's what it is, Ron. Go ahead. Brad Pitt dumped her. When you dump someone... You let it go. This Why what... throw salt on the wound? No, I don't think... I think Jennifer Aniston's fine. I think in real life, I think she's probably shrugging it off. I think he looks like an asshole. I don't think she looks bad. I think he looks worse trying to take it back today. Is he same, trying to take it back today? Same Parade magazine uh, misinterpreted my comments. Shut up! I didn't hear about this. Well, why can't somebody take something back? I mean, you, no one's perfect. Or as I like to say, Pope Buddy's nerfic. No, you didn't. <laughs> I made fun of this whole fucking conversation. All right, let's take some of these things. People are just as mad as Fez. Blake, you're on a Fez. Hey, guys. Um, first of all, this was just for Twatley, but I guess it's now for Twatley and Jabba. Get a goddamn oh. life. Do you think these people give a fat rat's ass about what you think of them? It really does seem like, and I just want to talk about you gossip girls. It feels like you're getting in other people's business. This has nothing to do with you. You don't know Jennifer. You don't know Brad. Why Why would you care? Moneyball is coming out. I'm very excited to see the film. Yeah. He's a fine actor. Um, I don't know why I would get involved. I mean, for you to say why would I get involved or why would I care, it's not that I am knocking on their door saying, tell me about your personal life. If he's putting it out there, if he's opening the door like in a court of law, when you're on the stand, if you answer a question that opens the door to a taboo topic or subject, that comes can come so, in as evidence because you've opened okay. the door to it. So every day people ask him about Jennifer, even though it's six years later. Yeah. Every day Jennifer answers uh, gets asked about him. Yeah. So six years later. Should they just say, I won't talk about that no matter how many times they're asked? Well, I, I do think, and this was the only thing that I will I will say about where I felt maybe Brad was coming from, is that a few years ago when Jennifer Aniston did the Vanity Fair article, she did say some stuff about Angelina Jolie. So I'm not sure if this was like a bit of a payback. Did you hate but, her then, Fez, or did you uh, not comment? No, I thought, you know what, she was the one who was walked out on... Yes. She, you know, I think if she wants to voice her side of the story, yeah, but I you, think it's but a little bit more acceptable. Let, let me yeah. tell you something. A lot of people walk out of marriages because they're bad marriages. Sure. You're not the fucking awful person by going, I can't take this shit anymore. Definitely not. You know what I mean? That doesn't make you the good person that you're fucking staying and annoying the other person. So everybody's free to their fucking opinion, whatever it is. Yes, but what you just asked before was, what should he say and what should she say when they're asked the same question over and over again? And I think they should say, I've answered that already. It didn't work out. It could just be, it didn't work out. I have tremendous respect for him. I would have minded him saying that. I'm going to tell you the truth. I start to think that you gossip people are lunatics after a while. Like, it's not your life. You don't know these people. Either go to their movies or don't go to the movies, watch their TV shows or not. But to try and guess you know what goes on in their life? I don't know what goes on in their lives. That's 
I don't have a clue. It's a sickness. What I do have is now and later soft taffy in flavor mm. apple, cherry, and banana. Well, I've never tried this. What fucking year is this? I've never tried like this. It's a, a new brand. Thing, huh? It's a new kind. It's what version. kind is it? It's um, now and later, but they're the softer. Well, we chew. can't have it while we're on the air. We'll have to wait till commercial because you can't chew it an hour later. Peanut butter M and M's. What? Can I ask you a question? Are you always trying to buy your friends? Yes. To bring in Cuban cigars I again. No, I have to then go back to that place. I told Chris that who doesn't email back, I find it offensive. What? Oh, I did not. I uh, emailed him the other day saying when I heard that he was disappointed that he didn't get scratch and sniff lottery tickets that the next time I go to that place because he had mentioned he wanted me to go to the same place I will get him some but I didn't know when and then he, he didn't reply very I don't want to always request lottery tickets I mean, this is really getting sad you're, you're coming off sad Chris how so um, let's go over here to Brad Brad you're on my face hey uh, I, I learned from listening to Jay Moore's podcast that Jennifer Anderson kind of was really shitty to him when he's a uh, Filming uh, Picture Perfect with her. And uh, unlike Fezzi, I'm on uh, Team Jay Moore. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. First of all, anyone who has a problem with Jay Moore has a problem with me. I love Jay Moore. Secondly, I think they both suffered enough just for being in that film. <laughs> <sighs> Even in the world of rom-com. I didn't think Jay was happy in that film, too, because his expression never changed once over the entire film. Did you see the new TV show, Hater? No. Worst show on television. What's it about? It's on the WB. It's it's because this is pertaining to what we're discussing. It's low level celebrities, although we're talking about big celebrities, who confront their haters. Oh. Spelled H H R. Haters be hating. It's like the MTV. You go back and see the bully. Yeah. yeah. It's fake. And then they try to convert the hater to who, not hater. Who? Are the, oh, so somebody who wrote something about you bad on the internet, you go over their house. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's horrible. Sounds terrible. What celebrities have done it? Snooky did one. That's funny. And then uh, the guy, it's a former bachelor. I don't know his name, but boy, was he offensive. I wanted to clock him in the head. Not only do I not no longer hate him, but now I know who he is and I hate him. So uh, did any of the haters stop hating? Yeah, the one who hated Snooky said, they're like, so are you still a hater, dude? And the guy's nice. like, no, nah, I'm no longer a hater. <laughs> You do great impressions of poor people. <laughs> you must really make your butlers laugh with that. I have a butler. When we showed your sweet 16 ye thing yesterday, yes. you were in front of that building. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean my told house? Chris it was your house. It is. That's the fucking house you grew up in? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was a goddamn banquet hall. That's my house, dude. <laughs> Uh, I live next door. I thought you flew to How England. many fucking, fucking rooms is in that? I don't know, but that's my house. That's the house I, I grew up in from when I was eight. I live next door now. Fuck. I know. But I have a dead mother. So doesn't that count for anything? Believe me, most people would change their moms for that. <laughs> Hicks has a dead mother and he's fucking laying on the floor over in Astoria. Yeah. You're welcome you know to what? come over anytime. Give you me want. the candy now. Okay. Give me the candy. I'm right. passing it out do to everybody. Do you want to come over? Because you're like. What would I do over there? You could come. You could come see the compound anytime you want. You know what I want to do? I want to go over there some night and just fucking light off fireworks inside the <laughs> living room. <laughs> you are welcome. Not to light the fireworks in the living room. That house is gigantic. It's, it's not even not a house. It's gigantic. It's a it's a nice house. It's a house. fucking estate. It's a, it's a, no, it's not. It's um, it's a it's a it's a big house. You couldn't get all of it in the camera frame. I can get all of it in the camera frame from another from space. 
It's a nice house. It's very homey. It's not even. It's not fancy. It's homey. How big is the banquet hall? There is no banquet hall. The indoor pool. Is there that is nice? no indoor pool. Hmm. Uh, Fred, you're uh, Frank. You're on the Ronnie, I'm headed over to Molly's for the first time ever. What do you suggest? Well, you always want to try the Ron Bennington, the apple spice. Or what is it? The spice pumpkin spice. spice yeah. We tried the other I, night. I, that's a suggestion. Could you bring some here? And then the uh, creme de menthe or whatever the fuck that creme was. Creme brulee. <gasps> creme brulee was unbelievable. I want creme brulee what? and I want pumpkin spice and I want them both now. But you know what? I want you to stop down there sometime because it's really adorable. I know. Can I, can I ask uh, Pekka, what do you suggest? Pepper. And not getting any fucking suggestions. Oh, jeez. Miss- you like dick, Pekka. You love cocks. Go go to the cock right. store to pick up some right. dick. Hold on, everybody. Calm down. Today's Botox Day. <laughs> and it's a day that we all should be chilling out. You're going to try it now later. Come on over here and get okay. it for yourself. What's, what kind of now later is this? Uh, there's uh, they're soft now later. So what, does your dad have the whole garage just filled up with these? No. But How many bedrooms? I, 90? No, when we were kids... At the school fair, we would we would have the record booth, and that was fun because there was lots of music. Now, and then when your dad would take you out back to the cement pond, did you <laughs> seriously? That's Beverly Hillbillies' house. Your house is as big as the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't know. I don't know. It was. It's a very homey. It's very homey. Where's the helipad located on the? Uh, there is no stage? helipad. Yeah, because you got to fly from one bathroom to the other. <laughs> we weren't that fancy. How many bathrooms are in that house? A lot of bathrooms. Ninety? No, every room at everyone's bedroom had their own. So ninety bathroom. No, there's only five. That six bedrooms. Uh, one, one, two, three, four, five bedrooms. Six bedrooms. Uh, Alex, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, what's going on, Ryan? Um, all those rooms and no indoor pool well i was gonna say fez why do you even give a shit you don't even go to movies like movies watch movies whatever well i identified very strongly with jennifer aniston i think she was humiliated the fucking house has a parking lot that's a gigantic house honey it's a lovely home there's not another house in sight well it it, it, it is set back and it does have its own it, yeah. It's a lovely house. I, what I, her I, dad had a lot of hit records. He deserves his home. He did. My dad works very hard. That's true. You, on the other hand, have I, just life has been great for you. Yeah, just great to walk in the park every single day. Is it? That's great. I know. Right? I admire it's, that. Yeah. Uh, you guys stop it with the with the. I. It's fun. It's a very funny video. My neck is so swollen because I had the mono throat. But um, no, everybody here has mono throat. Yeah. I know. How'd you get mono from one of your butlers? Yes. God, I'd hate that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just? Uh, you ever been on Lifestyles of Rich and Famous? Your dad ever done it? We did not. I don't even know that he was asked. Do you ever, when you watch MTV Cribs, you ever go, "What a shithole"? When you're watching it, I don't. But when I, when I, when look I look at this watched, house. When I have watched the shows like the My Sweet Sixteen or those kind of where the kids are just disgusting, it upsets me because we weren't gross like that. Yeah, you are. We were not. There's we pillars. Allowed to be. There's pillars. There Let me pillars. tell you. The house is almost 100 years old or it is when, 100 years old. When the revolution happens, yeah. right, mm-hmm. they're going to line your family up against the wall. I'm sure. But who's to say we don't got guns? Well, I'm sure you do. You got to keep them down as you often say. <laughs> Keep them bastards down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. It is, though. Oh, stop. Bobby, you're on a fez. 
Hey, the only reason Jennifer doesn't know how many rooms are in that house is because the only time she tried to count them, she got lost for two weeks, and it took a search party to find her. That is over the top. Not true. True. My prom was in a smaller place in that house. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so mm. Mm, what are you going to do? I'm in what? I not? It's where I live. You still boiling about this, Fess? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I can't believe Brad Pitt took this move, took this tactic. Well, he apologized today. I can't, I'm, I'm happy he apologized because he sounds like a douche. Now you're, willing to, now you're willing to drop it, though, that he apologized? No, I don't care that, listen, I don't care that much. When I saw the article and I saw what he had said, it irritated me enough that I spoke about it. But, I, but, I, but beyond that, I mean, listen, I think Jennifer Aniston has a great time. I did look at Justin Thoreau, and I thought, is he as hot as Brad? Not sure. But I'm sure she's happy. You're not, you, it's not that you're not sure. You know he's not. John, you're on my face. Hey, boy. Hey, uh, Ronnie, the, the picture of Jennifer's house, does it look like where Lee surrendered to Grant? <laughs> yeah, it's a bigger <laughs> version of that. Oh, my God. Uh, look who it is. It's the Brooklyn Blowhard. Hey, Blowhard. Hey guys, hey, hello Jennifer. Hi. I was wanted to say that uh, back in the record days uh, in the 1980s, I actually knew your father. I met him. Uh, he used to deal a lot with Walter Yetnikoff at CBS. That's correct, he did. Yep, I worked at CBS back in the day. That's so and funny. I, and I was there for a while, about 10 years throughout the 80s. And I, Koppelman was a huge name. And uh, I do remember your father had those Nick tickets right on the court side. That's right. We did. We had those for a lot of years. On the Spike Lee side. Yeah, yeah. your father was a big-time player. I was shocked. Yeah. But you're because you still have those tickets? We don't have those tickets. Mm-mm. We, I think we got rid of those tickets a few years ago. So this was back when the Knicks were... Yeah. And you guys were there. Yeah. Then you went back and watched them shower. Was that all part of the fun? <laughs> no. You never went in the locker room? Nope, never went in the locker room, but I was on the court. Your dad didn't ever bring any big stars home just to say they're going to have dinner with us tonight? I mean, yeah, there was a lot of, there was a, there was a period of time where there was a rumor that my house was Barbara Streisand's house because she had been there and people said that was her house and it wasn't. And, but that went on for like growing up, people would say, oh, where do you live? I'd say where I lived. And then they'd say, oh, is that near Barbara Streisand's house? And I'd say, uh, yeah. So you knew Barbara? Oh yeah, really well. Really well. Could you call her right now? I mean, could I? Drop yeah, I mean, it name? would be tough to. Uh, yeah, it would be tough to get her on the phone. The last time I spoke to her was a couple years ago when I was in L.A., and I called her, and she asked me if I was still short. Which <laughs> 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 I responded, "Why, well, yes, I am." So, why did you call her when you were in L.A.? Just like maybe she'd invite. Yeah, you I was going to maybe see her, but she, I forget what was going on, or she didn't have time for me, but Barbara, we used to go on vacations with her. Yes, we were, that was, she was, she was close to, very close to my family. You're like a little princess in a, in a way. It's tragic. No, it's like, nice. Oh, you so should nice. be happy. Got your Long Island Castle out there. Yeah. Like, Why are you I'm angry about it? It's just a gigantic house. Fez, what are you glaring about? Brad Pitt. Still? Yes, absolutely. Where it's, you know what? If the apology came out before, when Brad Pitt wasn't having a big fall movie, Oscar contender movie maybe here. It's not supposed to be that big. It's a little small movie. Took him 11 years to make it. 
So, but still, if there wasn't a movie coming out, I might buy into the apology a little bit more. But isn't but wasn't the apology? But it it was on the heels of the article. I don't know if it was about the movie. I think it was oh the shit! Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, got it. No, I wasn't trying to you get got him. Out. Oh, stop it! I'm just saying that. Oh, I don't think. Jesus. I don't think. Remember it was when you brought in that blueberry pie, though? What are you doing? Just saying. I don't know. What are you? What? 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 What are you doing? I'm just remembering stuff. You want to come down and see my parents' two bedroom house? <laughs> so, <laughs> I got to see your friends Opie and Anthony today. That was fun. That's nice. I've been here since the crack of dawn. They are both lovely. Yes, they're lo- very lovely people. Very yeah, nice people. They are. Hmm. Well, did you go in for the dating? Uh, I did. I yeah. wanted to date Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I didn't get to Who win. won the date with Bobo? Victim number two, I was told she the, was being called. I was thing. told she was the one who didn't want to win. Mm, that'll teach her a lesson. She tried to uh, sabotage. She tried to throw <gasps> the game. Where are they going? I don't know where the date Dave is. and Buster's. Yes, mm, where the place right. you get killed. What do you mean you get killed? You can get killed at Dave and Buster's. How? There's just a chance it'll happen. Why would it happen there? Because there's lots of people with guns and weapons there. It's known for being a oh, place boy. of possible murders. It's a children's bar, isn't Barely. it? Barely. <laughs> it's a bar for children. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> it is. I always thought of it as uh, the weekend dad place. Like, yeah, you guys go in the ball pit. I'm going to sit here and watch the game and drink. Ball pits always scared me. They still do with my kids being three and five. Yeah. I find they go in the ball pit and then I wonder, will they ever emerge? It is not the best feeling to see a child disappear <laughs> under the ball pit. It's the worst. It's, it's really funny, too, how many people are willing to just drop their kids off with like someone else at Chuck E. Cheese. I know. Like, here, let them jump and run around. Yeah. You have a ball pit like in your living room? Was the whole living room is the ball pit? We do. She had a laser tag in the basement. Except yeah. for they were diamonds. It's yeah. a diamond pit. It's a diamond pit. That's right. How many servants did you have? 17. We didn't wow. have servants. Jesus. We had one housekeeper. Miss Jennifer! <laughs> Miss Jennifer, come in quick. <laughs> we had one housekeeper named Margaret. And if I said to Margaret, Margaret, could you please make me some anything? She'd say, I don't have time. That was the house I lived in. Yeah, because it, it was not. awful. Yeah, it was awful. Sounds terrible. Oh, stop it. Your dad have a recording studio in the house? We did not have a recording studio. Mm-mm. Nope. When did he decide to build the houses for all the rest of you after you grew up? It didn't happen like that. Um, my sister really never left home. So she went to college. Well, she left home for college and then came home, met her husband her first year of law school. And then the property next to my parents' house, they ended up buying and that was where, and they then converted the house that was already there and merged it into our property. And then when I graduated college, I moved back home for one year mm-hmm. when I was in law school. And then I had to get out. I just needed my space. So I moved out. Space, you got to have a whole wing. I moved out into New York City and I lived here for seven years, met my husband, had two kids, wanted to move back, went looking at houses. And every house I saw felt like it was too far from my parents' house. And then my husband and I bought the property next door and merged it in. Too far was what, 15 feet? Pretty much, down Mm. the road. And then... And then we were buying the property next door and we were going to build a house. And I said, why don't we face the house in the other direction so we're not really in the property? Like, I thought that. And my husband looked at me and just said, Are you, what is wrong with you? He's like, we're here. You, you, you just turn around. What difference does it make? Mm. And he was right. It was the best decision. Sure. Made. Your husband wants to keep an eye on the money. Hey. Well, that, yeah. And we'll my sister, sure, I guess. Make sure your dad isn't writing any checks mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Is your dad dating now? 
My dad's getting married. Well, is that weird for you? It's okay. You call her your evil step monster? No, there's far better choice words. No, um, it's I saw a movie. It's, 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 uh, it's okay. I want him happy. So mm. that's really what matters. Who do you marry? Singer? No. Percussionist? No, not that either. No. It's a long story for who's, who's time. He, is, he, is he marrying Sheila E? Just tell me yes, if he's married. he's marrying Sheila E. See, I thought so. Yeah. That's what I was going for. That's right. Um, here is Joe. Joe, you're in one of us. Hello, Jen. Hello, Pecker Lips. Right, you know Sir what? Chris Stanley. I'm just going to cut that off because you can't talk to him that way. Sir hey. Chris Go ahead. Um, there's a special edition of Scarface that just came out on Blu-ray. Um, they have the special edition that has a humidor. They only made a thousand of them. I was wondering if Jennifer can buy one for Ron. Since no. I can't afford it. No, she's going to get me a car instead. What should we get me? Um, I don't know, but uh, do you have a, a humidor? My yeah. dad used to have a lot of them because he used to be a, an avid cigar smoker. <sighs> until, he, until his new wife said, put that thing out. I don't know if that's the issue. When's he get married? End of October. Mm. Yeah. Who's playing Grand Funk? Who's he bringing in? It's unclear. Seriously. I think Ashford and Simpson, but those plans went awry. Oh. He knew them too. Yes. Oh God, he. Knew, I mean, my he's had. Dead. He, my father was very involved in the whole music business. Top of the world, huh? Looking down on creation and the only. Is that how how you felt too? No, I never felt like. How do you usually go to school? Hot air balloon? Yes. Did you just take a hot I air? I did. Wow. I took a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. It would just show up and <laughs> swoop us up. That we God. took taxis a lot, actually. <laughs> So great. Oh, it was ridiculous. Long Island taxi service. They don't even exist. Bitterman didn't drive you? No, there was no Bitterman. Um, here's uh, the Daily Leader. Hey, Leader. Hey, Jenny, you ever meet a black person that wasn't a basketball player or a rapper? I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Wait. We had I? a lot of black friends. Uh, Walt Frazier, <laughs> Easy E. Smokey Robinson. You were friends with Smokey? No. Gregory Abbott. Girl, I want to shake you down. That's so great. <laughs> just what a great life. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to break and come back. Mm -hmm. um, you can try your now later. I'm going to have time. one. All right. Thanks. Break. Back. Run a Fez show. The virus. Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez show. Steven Spielberg, Claude Vaughn, Johnny Bob, get him, got him, Gumpy's here, he ain't, he ain't staying, battle anyone, anytime, anywhere, come on down. Run Fez show, Friday, uh, Fez was just telling me uh, during the commercial break that he's really mad at Brad Pitt. Um... Jennifer Hudson here today. You got a big show coming up today, right? Huge, crazy, colossal. And when do you do this Jump the Shark show? What's that whole show about? Oh, Thursdays, 2 p.m. East on Howard 101. So, yeah. Someone just accused me of being a spy on the Twitter, saying that because I do some stuff on that channel, and then I come over here and, and I'm on this channel. But, but why can't I just like everybody? Why don't you go back and tell them how many TVs O and A have? If you're going to do spy work, there's eight TVs in there. <laughs> right. It's so silly. And they're flat screens. Yeah. People won't, won't drop the old 
XM Serious Wars. The other day you were talking, you mentioned Tim Sabian the other day. Did I? Yeah, either you did or ONA did. Someone, ONA did this morning. Mm-hmm. The nice things about Tim. Tim is a great uh, programmer yep. and well liked and appreciated all, all around the business. Yep. I like him. I want to set him up on a date. Is that right? I thought he was married. It's true. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Who are you setting him up with? Uh, this is a girl I know. How well. come you never set up Hicks? Don't Hicks has a up. chick that oh, he loves yeah. like crazy. I don't think That's he's right. that crazy. No. Love her very much, Rod. Oh. I think he's mad. We fuck her. around quite a bit, don't you? Uh, nope, never. He won't even watch my treadmill videos. No, he won't. Disgusting. It's, by the way, one of my favorite parts <laughs> of, of picks is how upset he gets. I love it. What are you going to be doing in the big show later on? Are you going to be talking about Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston? I don't think so. But I do think we might talk about the toddlers and Tiara story. There's this one mother who dressed her kid up as a hooker. Then it's Dolly Parton. And, um, yeah, well, they dressed the kid up, as I know it, like Pretty Woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, is that the same as dressing her as a hooker? No, because I look at that movie as a real fairy tale. Yeah, it's not. I've never seen a hooker that looked anything like that movie. Yeah, not nah, me either. Can't say I've seen a lot of hookers in person, but I uh, that mo- I love that movie. It glorifies being a hooker. I kind of want to be a hooker now. Sure. Now, if you uh, with your daughter's three, yes, okay. No, she's the five year old. Okay, so five perfect for these contests. Would That's you ever right. consider that? I wouldn't. And um, what's interesting is that my five-year-old has seen some of the episodes of Toddlers and Tiaras. So she will walk into my room and say, look, Mommy, I'm doing the pageant smile. It's so sweet. And we crack up because Mm -hmm. it's just so sinister. I've judged these contests before from working in radio, yeah. And there was one that was a little bit on the edge. The kid came out. It was like like a crack pipe they were smoking. But it was a pretend crack pipe. And then... um, she shaved all around her vagina. Huh. And the place was going crazy. I bet they were. You know, they're like, she doesn't even have pubic hair. This is adorable. Yeah. And yet, the next day in the paper, you would swear we did something wrong. Of course. People are just so judgmental. That so could win. quick to judge. I watched this show. What's it on? What oh, channel? I don't even know what channel. It's like it's on, on Discovery or one of those awful, horrible things. I think it's TLC. Yeah, Whatever. I, I they're just, all terrible. Yeah. I mean, if the kids really love to be in pageants, that's fine. I just, there's a lot, they wear a lot of makeup. They I, do. I, mean, the, I get the costuming thing. Listen, if it's Halloween and your kid's dressing up as Dolly Parton, I get the prosthetic breasts. It's essential to the costume. You got to do it. It's part of the costume. I, it, that doesn't offend me. The hooker thing is even, it just, it just looks wrong. I don't, I'm not in the pageant world, but it right. just looks wrong. It just feels when I see it. Uh. I saw this one they were doing. It was on TLC. Oh, yeah, and? Uh, a little kid comes out, chubby little kid. Yeah. Puts a dog whistle into her butt, blows it, and mm. uh, St. Bernard came over and started licking her. Real talent. And I said to myself, this is wrong. Oh, that's what... That's... <laughs> it's wrong. So that's what you're going to do the show on today. Not the whole show. But does anyone ever call in and say, I like pageants? Uh, maybe they will today. Maybe today they'll tell me that. You know, back at NEW, it had to be 10 years ago, I had somebody on from one of those shows. Oh, I think I had her on the phone. And I made it go on and on forever. As one of those things, that, as she was describing, I was like, that's really hot. Oh, God, now you're turning <laughs> me on. You know, but, one, but then going back to talking normal. Yeah. In those days, I used to do this fucking stupid act like that. 
And uh, she would just be like, what? No. And then when she would go back into it, no, that's not it. But they're nuts. They're fucking crazy people right. mm -hmm. because what they're doing to their children is here, all you're selling is your looks. Mm -hmm. And one day your looks will be burnt out and you'll end up getting Botox in your forehead. When hey, you don't need now, it. listen, I think, first of all, you don't need it. I do. I, I do need it. So I, I don't do anything else. I don't get uh, Restylane or collagen or anything else. But I do need Botox in my forehead because, as we know, I'm a nervous wreck. And I constantly raise my eyebrows. I have a big wrinkle line in my forehead. And I always look worried. And when I do Botox, it doesn't show nearly as much the lack of sleep. You don't sleep at all? Not well. I do sleep, but not well. You take any sleeping tablets? I do not take the sleeping aids. I think that's a mistake. Pop Maybe. some Ambien. I don't want to ever try Ambien. I do carry Xanax with me, but I allow myself to take it one time per month. Xanax is a good well, Let's see your Xanax. Where's it at? Oh, it's upstairs. Where upstairs? In, in your the office? office. I sent it in turn the ground. No. That's all you need to know. What do you got, 30 with you? No, four. Four? What's that for? Well, for, I don't have one fucking problem that four Xanax is going to help. Well, I keep the rest I need to go in up. deep. No, 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 no. I'll keep it safe in the office. That's right. Hey, I just want to ask you guys a question. Oh, jeez. I want to know why you told the candy man he wasn't allowed to send candy to me. Just be mean. It's so mean. <laughs> no fucking reason. Because he's going to listen to you. <laughs> but th that's the thing. There's never a reason for it. I know, it. but it's, uh, why, why if that would bring me a little bit of joy? See, that's why we tell him not to. Because joy is just too much for you to want me to have? Yeah, because isn't it funnier if you're unhappy? Get it? For yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's your character. Your character is the kid that's trying to fit in. Yeah, well, you know what? You know what happens to somebody who's told that she can't, she's not allowed to receive candy from the candy man? You know what I get from the candy man? Mm. A fucking recipe. For what? He sent me a recipe how make to make a Rolo pretzel, which, by the way, sounds divine. Does sound good. Maybe I'll yeah. make them. Can I bring them if I make them? Sure, you can. Yeah. All right. Okay. And bring so some bl blueberry pie that made Fez so happy. And some scratch offs and some cigarettes. You could leave the blueberry <laughs> dishes at Cigars. home. I know. I'm bringing your Valium. I don't have Valium. What do you have? I have Xanax. Bring them in. Mm, and I get might that have in some, a couple of beers. I might have some leftover Clonopin because Love I never took it. I hate Love it. it. Get it. Hated I'll, it. I'll take it off Couldn't take it. Ugh. Gross. Makes me depressed. You know what? Why don't you start going to doctors? You you probably have some Long Island doctor that takes care of you. We'll give you a, a bunch of things we want you to yeah, I got up. a list. I have doctors, and I'm not a big medicine. You, I know. That's why you're going to hand it over. I will not do that. And then we'll get you candy and what else? Uh, whatever oh, it's a barter system? Like. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because then before you know it, I'll be known as one of those drug addicts. And then what if I start to act like one? And what if I then shoot up a pharmacy? When I was a kid, this, uh, well, this is an awful story. The but most woman so horrible. had face cancer. And she, older lady, but she was an alcoholic. And she used to get morphine. And we would trade her fucking alcohol for it. Jesus. Oh, what? it was like the best fucking days of my life. What's what? face cancer? She had cancer up on her fucking face. Like, like a skin cancer. I don't know what oh. the fuck. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not judging her. I'm saying let's make the trade quick. Here's your fucking battle ball of jack, you old crazy face cancer drunk. Who would you judge for having any kind of cancer? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're not judging her? I'm not, right. I'm not, I don't know what she did. Not, yeah. You caught the cancer, damn she it. She seemed like a sinner to me. What do you think about people who re refuse to get the HPV vaccine? Um, I don't, you know, it's a choice, don't you think? 
I do think it's a choice. I don't yeah. think it should be mandatory. What's the big problem with the vaccine? Well, like many vaccines, people are afraid and think that it's going to cause either some sort of mental retardation or death or something in between. In and, the person that takes it or yes. if they get pregnant? No, in the person that takes it. It's not about pregnancy. The HPV vaccine is about preventing human papillomavirus, which I believe manifests in genital warts, maybe. And people who get HPV can then end up transmitting it either to guy to girl. And women can end up with cervical cancer because of HPV. That's where. And so can men. Not cervical, cervical cancer. That would be awful. Throat cancer. Fucking cervix is killing me. Ah, they get throat cancer. It feels cancery. Mm. Yeah. So what's your feeling on it? My feeling is I will give my daughter that vaccine when she's age appropriate. Mm. That's my feeling. You'll risk it. You'll roll the fucking bones. I'm based on the doctors I've spoken to with children who are making informed decisions and giving it to their girls. I think I'll probably end up doing it and it'll mm. be a few years from now. So coming up in just about 15, 20 minutes, uh, we're going to be doing the unmasked. Uh, and for the first responders, we'll uh, put the address up. Kathleen Manigan, who was hysterical. Very funny, very smart, mm. very quick. It was a joy to have her in here. Fez, you're glaring at what? Uh, I saw a scroll, I think, on the news about the Brad Pitt story. Oh, really? What did it say? The, you know, that he's saying he was misinterpreted. I guarantee you, you didn't see a scroll on CNN. He killed Angelina and the kids. CNN is not carrying us. Hicks, anything going on in your kitchen? Anything in Hicks' world? Oh, there's plenty of stuff cooking up in the old Hicks town. <laughs> What? What? What's so crazy? It's just a stupid segue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the Nicotine and Tobacco Research Organization found that smokers ages 18 to 25 are more likely to be impulsive and are negative and anxious, which is the most crazy thing I've ever heard since you're, at 18, that's all you do is you're anxious and fucking impulsive. It has nothing to do with cigarettes. They're just finding another way to shit on people who are smokers. It's more fucking bullshit propaganda. I can't take it say more. And then I read some other statistic. There's only 14 percent of New Yorkers are still smoking, and that kind of that kind that of that seems about sad. right to me. It does seem right. You never see people smoking on the street anymore. No, because everyone else yells and does that fake. Oh, my face and getting away from me. Good, get the face cancer like that lady. Well, you get some nice morphine for it, then trade that out for alcohol. <laughs> I think I'm more impulsive at my age now than I was at 25, 24. Really? Um, yeah, I do. I'm still impulsive, but at least I think I have some kind of a guard up to say, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I still feel the same, but I don't do it as much. I think I was more nervous back then. I didn't have any, I don't think I was nervous at all oh. in my teen years. That was the years I thought that I was in invincible. Wow. Like, I don't think anything could go wrong. And I was literally one of those stupid people who thought, center of the earth right here, here we are, hanging on the fucking corner, no place I'd rather be. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel fun. like that. What were you doing, sitting out there with your corner boys, just fucking hanging out? No. I mean, how Sometime far, back. you didn't even have anybody to hang with. Well, I had friends. Yeah, but what kind of friends Always were they? Richie, nerdy friends? I think I was probably the nerdiest. No, I had some really cool friends. Mm -hmm. I'm way cooler than I was. Ashford and Simpson? Yeah. They are cool. Yeah, I know. I do like the music. All right, hold on. Uh, Joe's got something really important to tell us. 
Hey, buddies, uh, just a television alert for Sunday, 11 o'clock, is a uh, Manchester United-Chelsea game. That should be a good one. That should be a good one, but then it falls on American football Sunday. Makes it very difficult for me. You guys psyched for It'll dancing with the stars? It'll be over by one Fez o'clock. brings it up constantly about Chaz. What about Chaz? Chaz Bono. What about Chaz Bono? People being mean to Chaz, trying to get him off of the show. Her. I had Carson Kressley on our show the other day. And we were talking about Dancing with the Stars and talking about, I was talking about Chaz. My only issue with Chaz is the facial hair. Looks good, right? No. Oh. What about the ball hair? The ball, you know? <laughs> Fake sack. <laughs> Thanks for laughing. Do I never get Do people know how funny you are? No, no one does. Like, That's do the fucking realize? problem. I don't know if people That's really, the problem. I know they know you're genius and that you're funny because you do the show for right. 45,000 years. But seriously, Ouch. you are the Funniest motherfucker on the planet. And yet, nobody gets that. Oh, my God. So, Guy, what were you saying? He's funny in email with one sentence. And I bet he'd be funny via text message, but that's something I'll never know. Um, So, the... Oh, so Chaz Bono. Yeah, Yeah. Carson was saying what? No, he's happy that Chaz is doing. But I was just saying, I'm not... I don't love the facial hair, but I refer to Chaz as a he because that's what Chaz wants to be referred to as. Really doesn't matter either way because I don't know them. Did you hear in Australia they're creating another gender option on uh, passports and ID as kangaroo? X. Yes, kangaroo. If you don't want to be gender identified or gender specific, you could choose just. It doesn't really matter to me one way or another, does it to you? No. And when people act like what bathroom they're going, I don't care. I don't, I mean, I don't have any problem if a chick comes in a men's room. I'm not going to rape her. I thought so I use a stall. I thought you're supposed to rape. People. No, I don't rape. Oh, rape is never funny. No, I, don't, I would never do a rape joke, even if it was during a live read. Am never. I back on live read yet? No, not yet. No, I think I should be. I do really great live reads, but they don't want me to do it here. I wonder why. Look at Nancy Grace and her Irish boyfriend. She's the only one getting all the heat out of this Dancing with the Stars. She's everywhere. Is that her boyfriend? No, that's their Irish dancer. Oh, okay. He's new this year. She'll, they'll become the boyfriend. They all start fucking on that show. Do you I think didn't know so? that. Yeah, they all start having sex with each other because they're so dancing. I thought the guys were kind of gay. I, by the way, I think if you're doing the Lombada with somebody, sex yeah. is inevitable. Sure. Do you remember that? Mm. Lombada. <laughs> all right, hold on. Some forbidden in. dance. Exactly. <laughs> What else are you doing on your show today? I'll steal some mm. of the thunder right now. Go ahead. We're going to give advice to people who need it. Why do you do that? I love it. Why do you feel like you know advice? Well, I feel like I've lived. I've experienced a lot. I've been through many situations that are universal and some that are not. Yeah, but your your big advice has always been to get out of the problems. Give that a call and then throw money at it. Bullshit. What did, why? What did you do? So not what I would do. I'm talking about life issues. You ever go like this? Tell me something you like my dad to buy for you. No, not recently. I might have to try that. So you do this judo, this comedy judo thing. Is that like, what I hey, do? I'm going with it. Uh-huh. Hey, you're going to dance right it. in there? Yeah. Is it judo or karate? Well, it's judo because you're going oh. with the energy that's coming at you. Is it jujitsu? You know, now you're trying to yep. take it away from the thing, but the spotlight is on you. It is? Yeah. Crap. Your forehead's not moving. I'm not, well, it won't be in a few days, we hope. So our karaoke show that's coming up next <clears> week, <throat> I'm just going to talk about that. Great. You want to show up? You can. Whatever karaoke at Gmail, email us. I you can't. Uh, I know. What do you have? There. What do you have? What? Why can't you come? 
It's just uh, karaoke is very awful to me. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Well, but to whoever wins, we might be giving them two hundred dollars to Amazon.com. Hmm. All right, then I'm coming. Who's two thousand dollars? Not two hundred. Oh, uh, what night is it? Wednesday. I would love. You I don't to... have a screening that night, do I? Double checking. Right My now. husband's gonna be there. Oh, I love the meal. What's he singing? There. He's not singing. Nobody wants to hear him sing. Yeah, there's it's screening time. Yeah, like what seven movie? different movies, right? For Singleton. Mm, John Singleton's. I'm just not buying it. It's just not a truth. That wasn't. You, a go truth. over and look at the computer. Fine, it's a truth. It's okay. Because I was going to be there at the last second. Mm-hmm. I hope you would be because I really What you like should you. do, the what? winner should get a recording contract with your dad. Screeners are usually not until after 7. What time is my screener? 6. So you could come from 5 to 5.05. I got to go across town for it. Oh, I see. I'd love to be there, though. All right. I know you would. Um, here's Steve. Steve, you're on Run of Fest. Hey, Jennifer, in your big house, I wonder, like, how many different rooms did you have sex in growing up? Uh, not many different rooms. My sister was known to hook up a lot in the playroom off the kitchen. For me, it was just really my bedroom. I was private like that. Were you allowed to have sleepovers? I was allowed to do whatever I wanted. You were allowed to have boys in the room? Yes. Wow. Yeah. But Liberal. not, but, but I didn't, but it wasn't like that. I mean, I pretty much only had boys there when I was older and my parents weren't home. Okay. Uh, Brad, you're on Run Fez. Hey, uh, I wanted to see uh, what your advice-giving skills are all about, so I have a little bit of a problem if you want to help me it's out nice, with it. nice, sure. Yeah, let's advice try. from Jen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jen, so uh, I have a job that I work at right now, and I make pretty good money. Not money you're used to, but, uh, you know, pretty good money nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, I hate the job. That's the problem. And uh, it's about 50 miles from home every day. And I could get a job closer to home, which would put me closer to my family, but I'd have to take a pay cut and do it, which would reduce my quality of life and my kid's life. So I'm not sure which way I should go with it. Um, And how much closer is it to home, the new job? Uh, Probably about five, ten miles away from home as opposed to the 50 50. right now. And how much is the difference in money? Uh, We're talking about a a $20,000 cut per year. Right. And so how much gas money do you spend? $18,000. No, I wonder if you'll make up the, like, if you'll save money no. on the gas fare. No, I already did that math, and uh, no, I'd still be taking a cut. And you hate your job. I hate it. But I hate it more for the commute, uh, pretty much. The, the commute's the worst thing. okay, but the right. commute's terrible. I, it's, 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 a, it's a tough situation. What if you keep looking for another job that's closer to your house that's comparable pay and stay at the job you're at until you find one? Wow. Did you, what if you start with did that? Did you ever say, read the paper? No, I know the job market's horrible. Ten percent unemployment. But, but yeah, it's a little tight out there. I understand. No, no, I understand that. But if you really feel like that the economics won't work in your favor and that's going to stress you out, that's an issue because then I don't know that the time that you're at home more is going to make you happy either. So money first for you. No, it's always not about money always first. money first. It depends That's on the person. It sounds like, Ronnie. It it does. Does. Sounds like money's first. Listen, I'm just going to go out right money. here and say, I'm not saying it's money first. I'm saying it's what's going to make you happy. If you're the person being who can... Home. Being at home makes me happy. Then, then I would just take want the, your approval. Then I would take the job for less money and be closer to your home. Be with but your kids and your wife. The, be a deal with the financial strain. Yeah. If you feel that that's a strain you're more easily able to deal with, then yes. Pancakes for dinner, right? I like pancakes for dinner, by the way. Sure, rich people always do because they never get it. They Ronnie, i got to tell you, I don't, I don't feel helped out here. I'm sorry. I just, uh, oh, I and nothing like I would have said would have helped you out. Why don't you have your dad send him a Let's check every year for 20 that. grand? Could your dad do that? Could your dad send me a check? I can't, like, I'll, I'll ask him. Check. I'll ask him. I can't promise, but I'll ask Maybe him. Maybe a grand every week. Nothing major, just something to hold me over. 
I'll do my best. Just a little something. The money that he normally lights his cigars with. Well, you know, have that shipped out. Mm-hmm. Um, Fitzy in Boston. Hey, that was terrible advice. Why doesn't that guy just move closer to his job? He keeps his money. He keeps all the bling bling. He's just closer and less commute. What are you I, thinking? What about putting his children in the workhouse? Oh, it's an idea. Mm. Hmm. I don't think I gave bad advice there. I like relationship advice, too. I never understood people that like to be with their families. What is that all about? It's comfortable. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I worry that they just know you too well. They do It's know better you to spend well. more time with strangers. I like both. I like a mixture. Wine, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, it sounds like Jennifer Hudson motto is letting me blueberry pie. Fez is going to lose it. Fez is going to go crazy. Come on. Fez is going to lose it. I don't understand why it has to happen every single time. He's losing it. See that? He's losing it. I thought it was going to happen. Uh, Brendan, you're on manifest. Just losing it. I just wanted to ask Jen why she didn't bring down the lovely and talented Zoe Deschanel to, uh, to help out the show today. I saw. The I tried. I tried. Oh, no, apparently not hard enough, Jen. Clearly not. You're right. I apologize well, for that. Was she just beautiful, though? Beautiful, vibrant, gorgeous, adorable. Yeah, mm. all those things. But you had her for your show. I did. Good. You playing that tonight? No, I have it for the show or the other show I do. Well, you just take it and play it tonight. On the Spy Channel. I don't have a copy of it. Hmm. So. Why don't we do this? When we play The Unmasked today, why don't you just stay and talk over it and throw in extra stuff like you were there with me? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> you know, with the jacket today, you got a very leather Tuscadero look going on. It's really, uh, yeah, it's nice. Thank you. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm like the Fonz, but not. I did want to get dressed up and come in as the Fonz, but I couldn't do it. Well, are you going to get dressed up for Halloween this year? I will. Good. Uh, purple guy, you're on my fez. Yeah, hang on. I got to put down my flapjacks. Flapjacks. <laughs> what is it? Should have waited until dinner time. Hey, um, there are two guys that did a real life weekend at Bernie's. Their friend died. And they took him out to the bar. They hit two bars for the night. And then later on, they went to his bank account and took $400 out. You know, Irish guys always used to take some of these. used to actually, in my family, it was a couple of generations before, they used to steal the body and take them out partying that night. And it was something that you would do with your friend or your brother or whatever. Really? Yeah. It's a way of spitting death in the eye. I'm gullible. Is this true? Yeah. Oh. Now, it wasn't in my time. It was like my grandparents' time and all oh. that. They would, um, this is something that his boys would do, his fellas. Yeah, I never thought about it. I mean, when my mom died at home. Yeah. Like, Get that body out of here. Really? Your yeah. own mom? My own mom. She was gone. I held her hand while she died, but yeah. then it was done. That's oh. the amazing thing when someone dies is you can, you don't even have to be a religious person, but you feel that. It's gone. Leave. You yes. feel it leave. It's gone. And I was with a friend of mine under the same circumstances that uh, passed away in front of me. And I felt like it was just the jacket that was left behind. The body just felt like nothing compared. Even though a minute or so before, it was them. Right. It's weird. 
So you just said, get her out? Done. No, I mean, it, but essentially, yeah. Hmm. I know. I thought you used to sit shiva and all that. We did shit. sit shiva. We did that whole thing. But you don't the do body it with the body. Stay. No, the body is watched over by a shaman, I think he's called. A sh- shaman. A shaman is an Indian uh, witch man. Then it's a shamus. Mm, that's, a, uh, <laughs> that's a fucking Irish cop, I believe. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Um, what? Maybe it was just a shaved man. Who knows? It might be. Hey, could you just mention my website? Please, let's do it. Yeah, it's just Jenny.com. Just Jenny.com. Uh, and we, and a chance to see your giant house is on there, right? Yeah, You have that piece up? Yeah. Um, we're about to do Unmasked. Are we going directly to them or into break first? Break first. Uh, so if you'll be a first responder for that, that should be uh, very, very cool. And then there's replays throughout the weekend on the virus and Raw Dog on Raw Dog Saturday night, 8 p.m. in the East. Special guest Kathleen Manikin. Uh, also on Sunday, 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. replays. And on the virus, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. on Sunday. So, Jennifer, the next time that you come in, let's just do advice with Jenny. We won't get in anything else. We'll just do your advice. Because I look up here and tons of people would like advice that would thrill me yeah you let me know when that would be thrilling and you could give dating advice because a lot of guys out there don't know what goes on in the female head i want to give dating advice yeah because men and women you know we think differently not that differently yeah we do not really ultimately we want the same thing they get blown hot sex oh is that what women really want? Hot sex? I think women want hot sex and companionship. That's mm. together. I don't think women really just want Yeah, it's want the, the companionship. companionship that's such a turnoff. Now, Fez is only interested in companionship and not in hot sex. That's because he hasn't had the hot sex yet. Oh. Do you think he will? Yes. And you think that'll turn around? Like once I have you the hot sex? You better turn around if you yes. want to have hot sex. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do, actually. You know what I'm going to get you for your first time, Fez? No, what's that? Rear view mirror, so you can just <laughs> see everything that's happening. I'd like to know what's um, going on. Tell that to people about how quick and funny I am, you know? Cause they don't oh, well. have, I'm going to spread know, the word. Yeah, spread the word. It's time. You said earlier I'm the funniest person in the whole world. You are. And I don't like that because it insults everyone else in the world. <laughs> All right, so we are going to unmask right now. Uh, if you go over to 202 Friends, First Responders, and I'm going to check on you. Because I want to know who my first responder buddies are. Uh, Kathleen Manigan, very, very funny uh, young woman. Um, and the name Lewis Black comes up quite a bit because her and Lewis do a lot of shows together. So she not only kind of uh, does her own on mess, but we get a little Lewis Black on mess, who has done the show before and talk about a brilliant guy. Yeah. And never needed to sell it. He just sat there quietly, not doing the kind of Lewis Black character, but just sitting there telling funny stories. Um, but I think you're really going to like this one. Kathleen Madigan is the next Unmasked. Uh, we're going to do a break first. Uh, then in the Unmasked, first responders, stay on top of this with 202 friends. And then we will see you back here on Monday. Also, make sure you put in all your football bets. Yes. Your Eliminator, your weekly stuff. Chris, you need anything you got to plug? Uh, RBI on uh, this weekend on Stars 2 and the virus. Starting oh, at good months. stuff all the way around. All right, so that's it for us. Uh, we will go. JustJenny.com is the website. Back with Unmasked Ron and Fez. The virus. The Ron and Fez Show. 
out. Wow. Kathleen Madigan is with us tonight, and I noticed on the way in, six people tried to take your purse. Yeah. No. From you. <laughs> no, I've been on the road for 25 years. Nobody's getting this purse. I don't, I don't care what building I, this is or how fancy it is. No, then I go looking for it afterwards. Oh, I put it in the office. You can't find it. But see, I don't. Men can't relate to that. No one would ever say, "Can I hold your wallet?" It would be the stupidest. Right, you'd feel naked without yeah. it. Right. But it is. It stays a, right here. It's a big enough purse. I think they worried about you. Just well, having... yeah. There's nothing crazy in there. Just you know, there's just just a lot of stuff. There's a magazine. There's some CDs. Can I, Gallagher travels with a small bag. <laughs> no, there's a there's Canadian Advil. There's some good shit in here, really. Why is it um, Canadian Advil? Because it's more powerful. Ah. Yeah. That's why. Say Michael Moore is right. Uh, <laughs> Everything is better in Canada. <laughs> Everything is better there. Yeah. Well, you're a, a nice young lady from the Midwest, which we don't always get in comedy. Well, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think who else is from the Midwest. Thank you. That's, <laughs> right. exact, that's the exact point I was looking to make. That hurt my heart. <laughs> uh, well, comic-wise, not women, I'd have to think, but guys, Drew Carey, Tim Allen, that's the middle. That counts. Okay. okay. So, Phyllis Diller, St. Louis. But All right, so there finally okay. you got somebody who grew up close to you. Because you oh, were really oh, you traveling want... far away, Ohio, Detroit. Yeah, I was kind of reaching yeah. there. Um, like, so I, I, I guess with... you won't grant me Chicago. You want actual St. Louis or further south? Well, it just doesn't seem like Missouri. There's a lot of comics that come out of there. St. Louis, Cedric the Entertainer. And listen to the place Come called on. Seriously, there was. Come on. There was really starting to be some applause going on. I didn't know Cedric was there. Rerun from uh, that right. show. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say this we, is not the Saint first Louis mistake hard, I've ever made. We're, hard, so. we're hardcore black and white. We don't have any other groups yet. So, like, you know, we don't have any Mexicans. We don't have any. We don't have anybody else. So it's me and Cedric who are trying to hold it up for the black and white communities. For a while, you guys had kind of a war going back and forth, didn't you? Kind of me a, and Cedric. Yeah, kind of a hip hop versus rock Absolutely. and roll. Absolutely. When I was trying to, when I was trying to take it down in the black clubs all night long, going on stage about two a.m. Yeah. for no pay. That was me. Now you you got your start there in St. Louis. I did. Yeah. yeah. You and Cedric I, would sign up for these open mic nights. For real? Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And then he was like, baby, I ain't doing this no more. I'm going, I'm going with the black folk. This is yeah. all nonsense. This is all nonsense. And he went the black route. But yeah. sometimes if you go the black route, you can't sneak in the white door at the end. Like he came full circle and now he's mass appeal. Right. Versus like I know some black comics that are in the black movies that white people don't know. Like right. most white people have no idea. If you said Cat Williams sells out eight. 18,000 tickets no mm. one would know who that is but black people know who he is yeah but i didn't even know who cat williams was that's how white i am yeah and i mean and, and i'm in his profession and i'm like well who's that guy yeah and then my black comic friends are like don't you watch any of those movies and i'm like no i i i, I haven't seen don't drink juice with mama in yeah. the car or whatever it's I, good I, 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 so i've heard i know i have not seen it but there's uh, probably some black people listening right now going, what is don't drink juice with mama? I see In the hood in while the, in a car or something. <laughs> it's like 18 sentences long, the yeah. title of that movie. Yeah. Well, who's Kevin? What's... Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is another guy. He's got a, a stand-up uh, yes. thing out. 
and he's gigantic unless he goes to the white mall and no one no, knows him. No, nobody yet. knows. Yeah. I didn't know. When, yes. they, when they were doing my last DVD and stuff, the, the production company and the directors and stuff said, oh, we did Kevin Hart's too, and they, they sent me a bunch of other comedians they did to see what look, looks I liked. Yeah. And I was like, well, who's this guy? And I watched it. He was very funny, and I thought, right. why haven't white people been notified? As, <laughs> as a group, why aren't we getting an email that says, wake up, whitey, we got somebody else yeah. going on. Yeah. It is, it is odd because there's very few other professions that you're not aware that kind of break off like there's not like a white basketball league and a black basketball league well and it got worse it got better for a while like when when it was johnny carson there was only three channels two-thirds of the country was watching johnny yes. carson two-thirds of the country no matter who you were you were two two out of three were watching then now there's 500 channels and everybody's got their own channel it's like black people here's bet and yeah. well white people here's um what's the hillbilly one i like the uh, you want. Oh, CMT. I was, yeah. I was at a loss. Yeah, yeah. That's like critter people. That's okay. you know that kind of stuff. But now Telemundo, the Spanish. It's all completely. So now we're all segregated again, but even into smaller niche market. Or it's, the gay comics go to logo. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Nobody knows who anyone is anymore. It's almost like we've turned uh, television into our high school cafeteria, where yeah. everybody will go and yeah. sit at their own tables. Yeah. And for a while, I was going to go all black to see if I could be that lady. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was totally fed up with white people. And there's a black room in the Valley in Los Angeles uh, uh, that Kim Whitley runs. So I was just doing stand-up there all the time. I had a blast, but I, I don't think the black TV people took me seriously. They didn't like it. No. Yeah. I, I couldn't hop on BET. I, well, try, I tried. Now I'm trying to think, has, uh, you know, a lot of black comics have crossed over, but you never hear about white comics well, there's not enough crying. I was the only one that tried. You can't, you can't base a whole experiment off my failure. You, gotta, you not were a, our Jackie Robinson. I was, and I, and I, I totally let you down. Yeah. I completely failed miserably. I didn't really try that hard, though. I'd like to put that in for the record. Do you, do you work hard at your career, though? I mean, is this? I do. Yeah. So the marketing part of it, you work hard as well, not just the stand-up part? What do you mean by marketing? I mean, do you're one of those social network people Well, no. trying to do more and no. more things? No. I do tweet, and those really are me. And mm -hmm. that's why, like, when people keep keep saying, is this really you, is this really you? I can't prove this through a phone. Like, I can't I can't pop out of your Blackberry and go, it's me, I told you. And then jump back in the phone. Yeah. Yes, Why did really you have me. a gun with you when you did it? Because I always have my two pistols. Because I'm from know. the Midwest. You're from the Hello? Midwest. Guns and Jesus. Yeah. Right here. Um, I do do the tweeting. The Facebook, no, not so much because it's too, there's too many things and mm -hmm. I can't and I'm, I do I like to look at it sometimes like I'll see what's going on but I don't understand like people <laughs> just write when are you in Omaha there's a schedule right there <laughs> like I'm like really do you think I'm gonna write back I have a girl that helps me with all that but yeah. I mean I know what's going on I'm I'm up to speed, and I made Lewis Black get on Twitter. He's tweeting now. I did not know he was tweeting. Yes, well, he's getting better. At he's, it. I don't think I don't think he really understood it for the first couple of weeks. But I didn't want to yell at him. I wanted right. to give him a couple of weeks to get used to it. No, because he was like answering people's questions. I'll be in Portland maybe next year. 
And I'm like, Lou, that's not the point of this. Like to just answer. You're supposed to say something funny. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not your own secretary. <laughs> April seventeenth, I'll be in Houston at eight o'clock. Tickets are available. Like, I don't think he fully gets it yet. I can't imagine his tweets are they all, uh, in all caps. Just gonna they constantly should be, right. To, yeah. But then he won't even participate. Like I was uh, tweeting for the GOP debate last week on Huffington Post and stuff, and he goes, oh, "I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. It's too early." I go, too early for what? He goes, a debate. It's still summertime. I'm not going to have them ruin my summer. And I said, well, <laughs> then you're going to miss out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yes, I do that. So you, you're part of it, but not one of those people like, I've got to stay in contact with every one of my fans. I've got no, to. No, no. Yeah. No, I don't think they think that either. Yeah. I mean, Tracy, the woman who does all the web stuff and stuff, she answers if it's like serious questions, like where can you do this or that, but I... I mean, if I did do that, that's all I would do. I would just sit there all day. Mm -hmm. I don't even understand Facebook. I know there's you can only have like five thousand friends or something, and then another page pops up, and then there's other pages, and I don't. And then people get mad because they're like, "That would be an original page." It's same shit. It's same shit. Like, I'm not saying anything secretly on page one that doesn't get out on the other page. It's just work. It's not yeah. like, oh, I've got a funny thing. I'm only saying to these five thousand people. I want to keep all my things a secret as possible yeah yeah I, so yeah you could have that little golden circle that elite group we yeah you could yeah. make people pay to be in the i don't that's you don't want to do that yeah no no i'm busy bidding on sound of music plates on ebay i don't i don't, I don't have time for all this stuff i'm taping bigfoot specials and hillbilly hand fishing i am busy i'm not even familiar with hillbilly hand fishing really yeah Wow. Well, you better set your TiVo. Yeah. Well, do you know what noodling is? Uh, that's the one where you stick your, your arm, arm in it. Yeah. yeah. Like the Missouri State Senate. Seriously, this is where my state, this is what my state spends its time on. We spent two weeks debating whether or not noodling should be legal because there, there were all these rednecks that were really mad and they're like, why do we gotta go to Oklahoma to do it? That bullshit, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that was basically their whole sure. argument. Fuck it, fuck it. And then the argument for it, the, against it was some of these hillbillies shove their hand in catfish while some of the catfish weigh over 100 pounds, the catfish gets it and then they drown. And I'm like, well, I mean, sometimes you just gotta let the dumb ones go. Right. You got, if, if that's what they want to yeah. do, let them. He pays taxes. As he, I always love it when they keep repeating, I pay taxes! It's America! If I want to shove my hand in the hole, I'll be able to! So, anyway, new, that's noodling, and there's a whole show about it called Hillbilly Handfishing. Oh, so that's what, it, it's the same exact... It's yeah, noodling. these people in Oklahoma get a van full of people, usually from like up here or someplace where they've never like really seen like. And the, the, what's really even more disturbing is these rivers are filled with cottonmouths and copperheads. That would bother me much right. more than a giant because if snakes can swim underwater, people don't think that a snake can go underwater. They absolutely can. So you could be shoving your hand into that makes it a sport. Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's like like they get, you know, Vinny the firefighter from New York and New Jersey. They're like, oh, do this. And then they get him in some Jesus van and take him out to a river. And they don't know it's Jesus, but it is. I, it's yeah, on the it is. website. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is what's going to happen later. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do in, your, in the Midwest that you even let your catfish get that big? I don't know why it would get 100 pounds. 
Well, because it's eaten. It usually they're kind of by dams, and then when you well, this is getting too much. No, no, this is, <laughs> throw out everything the, we when planned. The, when the this ri- is better. <laughs> when the river, when you pull up the dam and stuff. So then, when the ri- if they lay right by the dam, when they uh, increase the lake, you know, the depth and stuff. The, the fish just fall right in their mouth. I mean, it's like a smorgasbord <laughs> where they just lay by the dam and grow to the size of the dam. Mm. They're, they're huge. I mean, literally, you can Google or YouTube it and you can see catfish on there that are 150 pounds or more. Yeah. They're ridiculous. I mean, it takes like five guys to hold one. Anyway, no. it wasn't really that funny. It's no, just an informative no, lesson. No, it's fascinating, and I think it's great that you have outside interests. Uh, a, a lot of comedians are so self-involved. And I, I'm not, and I no. don't even watch comedy. I don't. I like. I'm into Bigfoot. There's, there's new, there's new Bigfoot shows on lately. Like anything. And then I was really mad because I love Discovery Medical Health Channel because that was mm-hmm. always like the freak show. But then Oprah, who I don't watch anymore, because I. I'm not that big of a fan. Oprah, Oprah's fat ass went down the. Cha- she sat on my channel. My channel doesn't exist anymore. Mm. That's now owned. She owns. And I'm it. like, I wasn't even watching you. I wasn't bothering you. I was over here in this freak little channel having the time of my life, and she smashed <laughs> it. She completely smashed it. Yeah, no, I don't even watch sitcoms or whatever. So nothing about comedy interests you. You're just kind of no. on your own thing. Now, were you always that way? You yes. weren't one of you know, every other comic comes in here. I saw Carlin and no. I knew I, no, no, not at all. For I you. wanted to be either Stevie Nicks or a jockey. Because <laughs> I like horses yeah. and I look awesome in green satin. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never listened to a comedy album in my life. And I don't say that, like, oh, that's a cool thing or it's not a cool thing. It just doesn't really interest me. I'd rather listen to music. I'd rather go out and see music than comedy. But that's what we see every night. Now, yeah. there are comedians that I like a lot uh, that I would go see, uh, that I, I'm going to go see one later tonight. But, I mean, like, I wouldn't sit at home as a... If you took my iPod out, there's no comedy. Unless I had to for a friend. Some friends have listened to Well, yeah, if it's Lewis and he says, listen to my CD before blah, blah. I'm like, (laughs) fine. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Oh, that's not so funny. Okay, very but no, it was friend. never like uh, it was never a thing. Like I know there's a lot of comics that say, "Oh, I've listened to every George Carlin album," yeah. and I'm really good friends with Kelly Carlin. But and but she did a one person show about her dad, but not like one of those gross ones to make money and all that. She just really really loved her dad, and she had all this material about him, so she put it into a show. And I mean, I could have just been a, a member of the general public. I'd never heard of any of this. I was mm. like, it's all news to me. I didn't, I didn't want to seem like I wasn't appreciative of her father, but I also, I really never have listened to an album. So the show was brand new to me. So when you started going into comedy clubs, uh, the entire art form, you were just finding out about it then as you were doing yeah, open mic I, nights. Yeah. You're like, oh, so this is the format. Right. Well, it. I didn't even know that was a job. Yeah. I'm like, you can get paid for this for real? Like, wow, maybe I can make... And I love <laughs> the fact that you use the word art because Lewis yeah. and I always... Whenever it says on a contract, my name, and then it says, shall be referred to as artist from here on out, I laugh because I don't see it that way. And Lewis goes, I don't know why you don't view stand-up comedy as, a, as an art. And I go, because here's what I think we're never going to hear, Lewis. We're never going to be at the gates of heaven in here. Beethoven... Monet, Bach, 
And Madigan bringing up the rear. No. No, it's comedy. It's different. I don't I wouldn't put it in the category of. So it's in the category of what for you? If it's not art, it's bullshit. Just bullshit. <laughs> We're really good bullshitters. I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean I could see maybe some people do it better than I do. Maybe what mine is There's no way for you to know. I don't, I don't think that, exactly. Exactly. Unless they're in the club that night performing in front of me, I won't probably won't get wind of it. Um I just don't think it just by saying something, I don't know that that's like an art. Yeah. For me. I mean other people want to think of themselves as that that's fine. Lewis, for one, would like to think that he's an artist. <laughs> Absolutely he would. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm like, well, you can go ahead and think that, but I know I'm just sitting here, What shit flies into my head and I say it out loud. I don't think that's really counts yeah. as art. <laughs> right. Right? I mean... I mean, that's for you. I, that's right. for you to decide, but... Other people sit around and work really hard and write out jokes and all that. And yeah. I mean, seriously, I could pull a, three bar napkins out of my purse right now that have words on them. And that's just, I know I'm supposed to say something about that the next time I go on stage. Right. Because I was drunk in a bar, I went, that's funny. And I wrote down. Yeah. But I'm sure John Lennon was writing stuff down on bar napkins, too. And, you know, like, maybe it yeah, doesn't come that difficult. Yeah, but he learned how to play an instrument. I mean, he did stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had to deal with a band and other people's attitudes and Yoko's over there being weird. I mean, there was a lot going on for that man. I'm just amazed that you think a lot more goes into noodling than you do comedy. Uh. Oh, yeah. A lot more. It's much more dangerous. Those people should be getting, he should be getting like 25 yeah. grand every time he goes out into that river. <laughs> Where do you see the snakes? It's, it's the, just astonishing. Here's the problem. He's doing it for free. They're going to let him. You know, at a certain well, point. His, and his business is going to grow exponentially. Well, it already has because his website can't keep up with it. I went on his website and it's like, oh, we had no idea this was going to happen. Holy shit. Come back in six months. We're working on it. <laughs> I swear. I swear to God. So it's not an art form for you. It's just you do this. You fell into it, more or less. Yep. And the first night, there was, was there like a light that went off for you? Like, hey, this is really fun, or I'm naturally good at this? No, I didn't think that. But some guy that was kind of famous in St. Louis, another person you would have never heard of in the list of people that never you've heard of from St. Louis, he was kind of famous there. And he said, oh, you should come back. And I said, well, how much can you make? Like, I was thinking of extra money. Because right. I had a job bartending, and then I got a day job after college, and I hated that. I thought, there must be surely there must be an easier way to make $300 a week. So I thought, well, if I can make $300 a week doing that, then I'll just do that. And then I thought, well, if I go on the road and I'll suck, I'm only 23, so if I give it two years and I suck, I'll be 25. Surely I can rebound <laughs> at 25. <laughs> or I'll just make up like a, if people ask, what have you been doing for the last years? I'll just lie and say like I, on a Lifetime movie, like I was in a coma or something really weird. <laughs> yeah, then I, yeah, then I get a job again. It'll all be fine. But I thought I'll just go see and then week after week, and the first road week was ever was with Ron White. And if that's an introduction to the road, that you mm. just go, wow, this is going to be a very long life. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be really, really something else. And um, you've pretty much been on the road since then, right? I mean, yeah, since, since you then. went out, you do how many nights? Uh, 300 yeah, at least. 300. 
that's why when people always go, how long's your tour? I'm like, well, so far, 25 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. We're not like bands where we get to take a year off and go, oh, we're going to go in the studio. Uh, I'm going to go in my room and write jokes for a year alone. <laughs> you can't do that. No, we just keep going and going and going. But you keep writing new material all the mm -hmm. time. That's important to you or? Yeah, because otherwise I would vomit. Like, I, <laughs> I don't, I would never, I, I don't even think like, oh, I should do this for the crowd. I just think in my head, there are certain comics who I will not say their names out loud that have been doing the same act for 20 years. How, and it's not that it, it was funny then, maybe, whatever, but how do you not want to vomit? Because at that point, why not just go be in a play? Because mm. that's what an actor's doing, right. just saying the same lines every night. I mean, the whole point is to be able to say what you want to say about whatever, something. That would be the art form. Right, but, um, which makes me very sad. I'm missing the GOB t Tea Party debate tonight. It's right now as yeah. we speak. Well, there's all. Like just, Ron Paul has his hand in a catfish, <laughs> right? And yes. Just trying to work his way out of it. <laughs> yes. You like politics? Yes. Do you get a big kick out of it? I really do. I mean, the the last debate. And the, especially the Republican field, I mean, I really think you could find 10 saner people if you just open the doors to a psych ward <laughs> and, and let the first 10 that came out go, you're, yeah. now, you're nominated, all of you. You're in the GOP. <laughs> you, I mean, it's one freak after another. And I say, yay, yay, more freaks, more freaks. Don't drop out, Bachman. You're killing. Don't drop out. Come on, Sarah. What are you waiting on? Jump in the game. Like, I want all the crazies. Rick Perry even up in the ante on throwback. Wow, no science. He doesn't believe in anything. And I'm like, why weren't you like my teacher in high school? Like, you're my dream moron. I agree with all this. Fuck science. It's evil. It's evil. Because um, well, the, the Democrats are never as... Uh, I mean, John Kerry, you know, those yeah. kind of, Al Gore. I mean, there's not even that much to make fun of except they're so boring. And that's where the joke, you can only get that one joke going so many times that they're boring. But yes, I'm completely fascinated. Well, you, you know, you brought up Lewis Black. He's kind of politically motivated. I mean, he cares about this stuff. Right. I get the feeling that, that you're just saying it as sport. That it's just, well, he cares and yeah. he still has hope. <laughs> which, which <laughs> I think it's all ridiculous, and you know, even you know, I voted for Obama. I didn't. I wanted Hillary, but mm. that didn't. Me and twenty ladies from Pennsylvania, <laughs> <laughs> we we couldn't get that train into the station. But like, you know, Lewis, Lewis is like, well, Obama, you know, nobody's helping him, and the, and the Republicans, well, blah blah blah. He's got all these excuses. I said, Luke, that's what a leader's supposed to do. He he wasn't the guy. I go, every single, you know, time right. he's on TV, he's like, Americans, I need your help. Well, dude, I'm busy. <laughs> I got hillbilly ham fishing to watch. I thought you were going to take care of this shit. I thought that was the deal. And he's so, like, above understanding when he says, I want all of you to go home and email your congressmen and your representatives. I'm like, well, then you need to email me who they are. <laughs> because I don't know what you're thinking, Mr. Fancy Pants. You know, nobody, Americans don't know. Mm. I mean, unless you put them on Dancing with the Stars, we are not going to know who these people are. I think I know one, the senator, 
from California, I think Diane Feinstein, because because she it reminds me of the ape I like best in Planet of the Apes. Sure. <laughs> the lead lady that freed Charlton Heston because yeah, she felt she sorry was for really him. Nice. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's why Lewis gets so angry about politics, though, because he's still invested. I'm right. not invested in any of this. I think they're all bought and paid for until there's campaign finance reform. Nothing is going to ever change i yeah. don't think it's the same arguments guns illegal immigration blah, blah, blah. and every one of those republicans we gotta build a giant fence they all were in on the fence yeah and i'm like so you're assuming <laughs> no one in mexico has a ladder <laughs> the whole country and then ron paul this is why i love ron paul because he is he's like that crazy grandpa you have at thanksgiving that'll say something that you go he's kind of right but you can't do that <laughs> you can't really yeah. do that well you know if you want to solve the problem of social security ron if we just killed every person between the ages of 20 and 30 <laughs> the problem is solved and you're like he's right <laughs> but we can't do that can we will they know we're gonna do it or we just murder them all one day anybody between the ages of 20 and 30 he is a spectacular yeah. entry because he's calling for a revolution he really is yeah but it's like dude you got away more than my mom for me right. to be all in. I can't follow you into revolution when I know I could kick your ass. Well, I like Ron Paul, too. He said, uh, bringing up defense, he goes, what if that fence is to keep us in? Right. Which was like amazing pot talk. I was just like, yeah. what? Wow. I know. Whoa. <laughs> totally. Whoa. He says freaky stuff. Yeah. He says stuff that you see in those videos your weird friends send you. Yeah. And you click it, it's like constructive. Bureau light a light a blah blah yeah. right they're like the dollar bill isn't even real <gasps> right if you fold it this way it's really a basketball oh my god <laughs> that's the kind of that's yeah. where he goes he goes off into that area and you're like well okay he's a good voice to have but i don't think anybody would really do it yeah anything he says because it's unraveling the entire government. But unless we get a guy like him, we're stuck with being stuck, don't you think? No, I, mean, I think if we had campaign finance reform, you did it like other countries where you go, you all get to spend 50 grand and it's six weeks long. Ready, set, go. Go. Just yeah. a quick, quick France, run. Canada, it's much shorter. This is ridiculous. This goes on for years. It's starting now. It's not even till over a year plus away. And it's all about Iowa. You have to. This is proof that anybody that runs for president is crazy. I have been to Iowa, and they're nice people, but I'm not spending a year there. Have you been there? I mean, you're you're agreeing to go kiss the ass of every single person in Iowa. I mean, and they're serious yeah. about. Well, you haven't met Earl, have you? Have you? Why you think we'd vote for you when you haven't even been bound to Bob's house yet? He's been waiting on you. I mean, what? Who in their right mind would agree to that? Yeah. The, and then you got to go do it in New Hampshire, which is a totally different type of person. And then South Carolina, it's just the system, I think. I think you could fix the system. I don't think we need Ron Paul to call, have a giant revolution. But Something's if you don't though. fix it, then yes, he would be the only way. Now, were you always into politics as you came up through stand-up? Or is this a yeah, little... Well, I don't know if I... I think when around elections and stuff, I talked yeah. about it. But again, like I don't have enough hope like Lou does. Mm -hmm. Like Lou wants to talk about it all the time because somewhere in his hippie brain, everything's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, we may not be a world power anymore, but 
Italy's not. They're fine. Let's be Italy. I don't understand why we always want to be number one. What is wrong with delicious wine and pasta? Everybody relax. <laughs> they have all summer off. So what if we're bankrupt? We yeah. are off. Hello, vacation. You know, as we try harder, I notice our pizza's getting worse, too, in this country. <laughs> yes. It's really, and yes. you traveling the country have yeah. got to know that it's harder and harder to find. Good pizza. It's yeah, impossible. good pizza. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't have the hope that Lewis does, but maybe Lewis will be right. Now, when you're doing this type of material, you're playing to people because uh, Democrats like you, Republicans like you, you're not, you know. I don't go all, ape, ape on either side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's even handed. Yeah. So do you start to lose segments of the audience as The only you, people, the only time there's ever a bad reaction is if you even say Sarah Palin. I had not I, I had not even done a joke about her. I just said, Sarah Palin, some lady is a theater in Florida, stood up in the balcony and she goes, I love you, Kathleen, but don't you dare say anything bad about Sarah. And I thought, wow, really? Like I haven't yet, but now I really want to. After that reaction, how can I go, how can you like me and Sarah? There's nothing uh, nothing at all sim have you heard nothing I've said for the last 20 years why would you the, the, the Palin fans are they're hardcore oh they're hardcore they're yeah. rabid and then all I said was that I was not impressed with her being the governor of Alaska because I know most people haven't been there but I have and there's no people in Alaska <laughs> so if I bought everybody a shot at the bar winner I would be the next governor of Alaska I'd have been more impressed if she was the game warden I would have been like wow there's like grizzly bears and those moose get into town and kick old people there's a lot going on if you're the game warden but the governor of Alaska now I don't think that joke is particularly political or right. it's just saying I don't know that that is a qualification to the, to brag about. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be bragging about that. Well, the fact is, now that you're a known person and people show up just to see you, you're at theaters, I don't imagine that you have to deal with hecklers like you did when you were younger, just starting out, right? Well, like, that lady kept going, and yeah. she was hammered, and she was older. It was like, Grandma got hammered and liquored up and came <laughs> on to the Kathleen Madigan show and just threw down some switches yelling at me from the balcony. You don't know what you're talking about. You're treading on thin ice. And I'm like, really? Is there, is there a bouncer in the balcony, or are we just going to keep talking to Crazy Lake Johnson for the next 20 minutes? I mean, which is fine. I will. I don't care, but I, the other people didn't. And then some guys started yelling at her so now they're heckling one another he's like fuck you be quiet we didn't pay to come see you yeah. she's like shut up down there shut up anyway kathleen that she's back to me. I'm like, oh my God. boy Fl florida doesn't yeah. come off looking good in this story no it's it's it's, it's, it's always florida it is. it is i don't know what's going yeah. on in florida it's always florida they have blown past texas and california for just straight strangeness <laughs> now. and and crazy people but it's also yeah. like every child that's missing it it all started in Florida. Right. It all, every missing children, perverts, pedophiles, yeah. weird people. Yeah, Florida seems to get, maybe everybody just runs there because it's the last place. I don't know. It, or no state tax. I know that there's no state tax. <laughs> Anytime you say no state tax, you're going to get your extra amount of hillbillies that are, <laughs> that are flocking into your right. state. Yeah, they can't wait to get there. Saving that 
twelve hundred dollars a uh-huh. year. Yeah, that they're not the- even making <laughs> yeah, to right. begin with. That's why I love it when the super hillbillies like I have friends in Missouri that with we get into these arguments about the semi-automatic rifles, and one of my it's one of my brother's <laughs> friends. He's like, "But Kathleen, you don't get it. You gotta have that stuff because the government is coming. The government is coming for my stuff." And I'm like. <laughs> You have like a futon in the NFL network. <laughs> Nobody's coming. Nobody cares about your deer head with a Bud Light can on the on the horn. It it's always that mentality though. Yeah. That, yeah well, I gotta stay. I gotta protect my stuff. Well, we also have this other strange thing where the people who hate the government the most have the biggest flags. They have big American flags. Mm-hmm. And then they're anti-American, and it's real tough to figure people out these days. Well, I don't think there's a lot to really think about behind. So I <laughs> just, just think let the it guy go. wants a gun that shoots really fast. <laughs> <laughs> he just, that's his that's his excuse, though. I got a hammer for protection. Now line up those beer cans. <laughs> that's what he does for fun yeah. on the Fourth of July in the backyard. I would too if I had one. I think it would be fun. I'm not anti-gun, right? But. You know, I wouldn't say those reasons. I would tell the truth. Yeah. It, you know, or just because I like to shoot a gun. Well, and if the government kind of started to attack its own citizens, uh, I don't know how many guns you're going to need because well, I've seen I, the military. Yeah. You know, he, guess what? They have a tank, Bob. <laughs> so you can have all the little guns you want. Right. But, uh, you know, Mullen's got a drone. I don't. I don't <laughs> I don't think you're semi-automatic that yeah. you picked up at the illegal gun fair in Lake Tahoe <laughs> is gonna the illegal gun fair. <laughs> That's the secret one. There's the real ones that got yeah. advertisements, then there's the other ones. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to really. Speaking of military, you do the USO tours, right? You've been on those before. I do. Yeah. That's why in the Republican debate, who what? One of them said. Oh, Rick Santorum said, we have to keep... Well, first, Ron Paul said, well, if you really want to save money... Now, here's this is another one where he just goes into... Whoa, yeah. really? He goes, yeah, you know, you want those kids out of out of uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, you, you turn off the air conditioning in the... Uh, in the, in the, in the, in the and he meant, like, in their... Uh, I forget, I'm forgetting the words. On, on the bases. Just turn off all the air... And I'm like... Really? You're going to turn off the air conditioner on our own people? That's that's a weird way to rat our army out. <laughs> he, and, the, he, and the hope was they would just come home and stop spending money? Yeah. The, okay. well, yeah, yeah, right. See yeah. what I mean? Brain stopper yeah. again. Pass the mashed potatoes. Grandpa's crazy. What is he talking about? That's the only way we can get our troops home is to get them overheated and make them sweat so bad they revolt? Or I don't even understand. I, I yeah, don't know. It's not that I don't believe you, but I'm going to Google this. I swear this... to God. I swear to God. Google it. That's what he had. Well, and he's so. shaking his head like, and then, you know, he's always got that ill-fitting suit on. He's like, well, that's all you got to do when you turn on the air. That's a great impression. It's, it's this Just fine. Cool. It's always like, all right. Uh, but no, I think it was Rick Santorum who said, uh, we need to keep the troops there. And I'm like, well, clearly he has never spent the night in Kabul. Yeah. Don't keep them. It's biblically awful. <laughs> it's like I said to Lou, the Bible was better. Like, <laughs> even even if God was throwing locusts at me and shit, I'd be like, oh, still better than Kabul. You can't be worse. It's like a fifth world. It's not even, I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't even understand what we're fighting for. I mean, really, at least Iraq, you can go, you see back 
Baghdad, you go, oh, okay, there used to be a city here and museums yeah. and schools. There's some semblance of of, of, a, of a society where you go, okay, I guess we could we could wreck it and then rebuild it and own it. I get it, but I don't get Afghanistan. I mean, when you're in a Black Hawk and all you see are camels and lose like, are those wild? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm a wild or is it? You mean is there like a guy, John, with a rope and they're all his camels? I don't know, Lewis. I think they're wild. They don't appear to have saddles on. They don't. They don't. They don't have little blankets on them or anything. Yes, I believe that's where we are. We've flown to the Bible. There's wild camels running around. Like there's no. Uh, it just looks like the moon. I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't understand what we would do with it if we own it. I right. get it. You break it. You own it. Iraq. Okay. I see. Yeah. I don't agree, but I see. I don't understand Afghanistan. And then there are Afghanis that are like, this place rocked in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? Well, then do that again without us. I said, do you know how horrible it is that all the bases, they're Russian barracks. The, 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 that are left over, that the Russians vacated. These people are so frightening that the Russians right. went, fuck it, we, here's the keys, dude. Yeah. You, you, you want some condos? Here you go. We're out of here. And they ran home. So mm. now we're the fools sitting there. I don't, I, I, unless there's some secret thing, which I always believe, like, then Lou will never go with me on this crazy thing either. Mm. I'm always the government behind the government lady. <laughs> yeah. Nothing you see is real. There's some other reason we're there. And I mean, I know there's oil pipelines, but even more than that. But we're just not being told, I don't think. So uh, you go to this, it's the moon, and then you try to bring comedy to that area, which is... Usually in a tent, yeah. outside, it's freezing. It's the best shows ever, though, because those people don't have any other shows. So right. they're so excited to see us, and they're so nice, and they don't care what anybody does in their acts. And there's usually music. I mean, the, the first year it was me, Kid Rock, Lewis, Kelly Pickler and somebody else i forgot so it's comedy and music mm -hmm. but yeah they're the most grateful crowds ever it's the greatest shows ever except i'm always frozen i don't thaw out for two weeks like because you, you're outside it's freezing and all i do is walk around and chain smoke and think that'll keep me warm and it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. light you up from the yeah. inside yeah because lewis and i were smoking somewhere in this outdoor base and some guy goes oh guys this isn't the smoking area i'm like have you looked at this country? This whole country is a smoking area, sir. Yeah. The whole I haven't seen a floor in two weeks. It's dirt. We, I think, come on, really? I think we could smoke here. You know, it really is kind of sad. It's been like at least 30, 40 years since we've invaded any place with a nightlife. Like those, like yeah, I, no, you know, they that's exactly what. Yes, and yes, and that's what I music. said to Lou. I go, I would rather have been on the beaches in Normandy because if you made it through the first line of Nazis, at least you're in France, and you know if you go far enough, you'll end up in some cute town with cheese and wine. Right. Like there's a destination. Even if you made it to Germany, you'd be like, surely there's a beer garden with something left, and you'd find a hot dog or a bratwurst. I mean, there. Where are you going in Afghanistan on the weekend for fun? I mean, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Kabul is the biggest, and there's no alcohol in the country at all, which is another reason I think they're insane. <laughs> I mean, I would be driven to terrorism yeah. if I if I could not have alcohol and had to live in those miserable conditions. I thought, well, clearly I need to bomb someone. I don't know who, but I'm going to start <laughs> till I can find wine or beer. So beer gardens would probably chill the whole area out. I really, had it. Yeah. I think a few aircraft carriers full of margaritas, whole <laughs> different game. Oh, just send them right on over to Iraq and start there. 
So you've done Iraq and you've done Afghanistan both? Or? Yeah. 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 Um, Afghanistan is worse. I mean, mm -hmm. in Baghdad, they're kind of... I mean, you know when the war is like turned a weird corner to like the base in Baghdad has a Taco Bell. <laughs> and I'm like, for real, a real one. And I'm like, I think we won. I think, I think we can go home now. I think you can go here, Muhammad. Here's a headset. That's the drive-through. Here's your, here's your cash drawer. We gotta go. We cannot do anything more for you as a nation than give you our most delicious fast food restaurant ever created on the face of the earth. And I mean, you can. It's like they really, and then you're wondering, okay, where's all this money? This is weird too. Like Kandahar's this big giant base. They have like a square in the middle of the base, and that's a, a NATO thing. So there's in the Germans are there, and there's a few people that are still being suckered along with us that send some people. There's a Kentucky Fried Chicken. There's a Fridays. There's like so somebody's make making a lot of money. It, yeah. it, w with all of this going on now nothing in there tastes normal like <laughs> you know it's not it's not really chicken wings <laughs> what they say it is <laughs> like the food's off and stuff but still the branding I mean really th no, who who would in our right minds would think there's a Dunkin Donuts in Kandahar <laughs> and there is oh. like somebody is money 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 hoping that this thing catches on yeah and... this whole idea of kandahar <laughs> yeah, <right>. takes off because <laughs> I, I said what happens when we leave what will happen is what happened before is they will go into the base areas and it'll just become a, a, a rotting pit of broken planes and everything else we're not leaving that's the other one people even when it's discussed in these debates i'm like clearly no one's been there yeah. all we're doing is building more dorms and building more bases and building and building and building so if we're not if we are leaving then what are we doing i don't understand yeah and it's not like obama said well i told you i was pulling out of there and look how i pulled it off we're gone he never brought it up again once he was elected it yeah was what like, happened yeah. what happened to that yeah I thought he said come home or yeah. the timeline and then they they start drawing him back and then more craziness happens see this is another thing that that's bugs why it's again it's time to attack yeah. Italy let's attack somewhere that's got awesome things <laughs> <laughs> so you're more of a Viking I think oh, oh yeah oh yeah rape and pillage yeah, yeah. take what you want but I didn't even least... think of rape but yeah, okay but I mean, and at least like Attila the Hun called first and went, they got a good shit? And then if the answer was yes, he went. Yeah. But he would not have gone to Kabul. He was smarter than that. He yeah. would have gotten word. Right. Not allowed out here except a few wild camels. <laughs> <laughs> um, religion, uh, you mentioned you come from a pocket of the country that is really holding on tight with uh, the Jesus stuff. Did you grow up around that when you were a kid? No, because I'm from St. Louis, and yeah. we don't get we don't mix with the Southern Missouri parts. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, the, yeah. They, they're all, but because St. Louis is mostly Catholics and Jews, and we're not really serious. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like, yeah. When when somebody says I'm a Baptist, they mean it. Like, yeah. If you're Catholic and you're serious, you're either a priest or a nun. But the rest of us, <laughs> those are our serious people. Yeah. You know. And even in St. Louis, it's most mostly Reformed Jews. I mean, it's not like Orthodox, like or the huge community of nobody's that serious about religion as more culturally but not like yeah not, we're not in the bible but like branson missouri where that's a lot of jesus and all that and they don't really care for us either 
Like, if I were to say I'm Catholic, they go, oh, well, I'm Christian. Yeah. Like, there's some weird, like, other Jesus that goes along with Catholicism, yeah. but it's not their Jesus, or I, I don't know. Yeah. No, the whole thing seems like once you would get out of the city, it gets very footloose. It's just like you... It, it totally you're... does. <laughs> it does. But I think as much as I've traveled, I'd say... 40 minutes out of any city, right? it turns into Footloose. And then, <laughs> if you look at the whole country, whenever, when they would do the blue and red, I'm like, all of the red is crazy. It's not just the south, and it's not just yeah. the middle. It, we could be an hour outside of Seattle. It's just a different type of Footloose. Yeah. Those are like Green River Killer uh, vegan crazies, right. you know. There's, there's just different. Yeah, they're, they're, you're they're, right. just, they're like you're earthy right. crazy. Yeah. And then you know the South is a Rick Perry, that yeah. guy. <laughs> but, but it's different forms of it. But, but yeah. you're right. The cities are blue, and then outside of the cities are red. It's not. Yeah. It's not a north south thing or a no. east west thing at all. No, because I thought it was just us in the Midwest. I thought it was the South. And then when I started going around doing comedy, I realized even in San Francisco go 45 minutes out and get past Oakland and, it, and now we're in weird critter. It's it's redneck. I mean, yeah. the, the whole thing is rednecky. Some people smashing beer cans on their heads or the whole thing. Yeah. It's not just our prize. Yeah, it is. It's true. White people have turned so weird over the years and I, I don't know when it happened or when they just embraced it all at the same time, but white people have gotten very, very strange. Um, I don't know what probably put them over the edge but yeah it's gotten very hill, extra hillbilly yeah like i thought that would kind of go away but it really seems to the rebel flags the whole thing and i get it i mean because i grew up to it in the ozark sort of half and half so i get i'm part of those people i get them but i, I thought we would die out <laughs> just by pure stupidity there wouldn't be enough but now you got the hillbilly ham fishing show and yeah. you breathe new life into all of it that guy's gonna be super rich and it, then his friends are gonna be like I got another idea you know yeah. what I mean it's just we're gonna go hog hunting in Arkansas yeah <laughs> and Oxycontin just runs rampant it's just meth. Yeah. because there's no farmers anymore so every barn is now a meth lab <laughs> it's like I'm, it's totally serious yeah it is and there was already weird stuff stuff in the barn and hillbillies <laughs> love fire and you know they love their pyros on some level fireworks and shit the whole thing and yeah every i mean i would say well you can always tell too because they always have signs but everything's misspelled like there's one that my dad keeps going that's a crystal meth lab and my dad was like a lawyer and a judge and i go dad if that's really a crystal meth lab why don't why doesn't someone call the cops he goes uh-huh and what sheriff, Kathleen, who's making $42,000 a year, is going to show up at this place and risk his life to go in the house covered in aluminum because because he might get a raise? I don't think you just avoid that shit if you're him. You avoid it. But there was a big sign outside that they wanted to say, okay, instead of uh, um, uh, trespassers will be... Uh, prosecuted they yeah. said survivors <laughs> will be prosecuted but it was spelled survivoriers will, <laughs> will be like prosciuttoed so <laughs> you know their meth heads do when they're like how do you spell it i don't know put another s on it <laughs> i've noticed something about your impressions you're you don't have a lot of respect for anyone it's just <laughs> Uh, I didn't do one of Lewis. I, re I, re I refrained. I did not do the You Lewis have a Lewis impression? No, because everybody else does. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, 
if I had a pile of papers, I would do one. But I don't. I don't do the that all that thing. But yeah. you, you and he will play uh, shows together, right? And yeah, yeah. Uh, occasionally, I mean, he headlines, I headlines. So, but sometimes, mm -hmm. like, I'm, I do his cruise, the Lewis Black comedy cruise thing. The, this is an interesting idea because this is one of these is coming up, right? Yeah. And the idea is, you buy a t ticket, use your money to go out on a boat with Lewis Black, yeah. and <laughs> well, you're whatever. on a boat with four thousand people, but yeah. five hundred are our crazy group. <laughs> and I kept saying to him, "Do you think this is okay? I mean." Like, especially him, he's more famous than I am, and I'm small. I, I go totally unnoticed in the day. A baseball hat and glasses. <laughs> Nobody knows who the hell I am. But he's he goes, no, I think it'll be fine. Well, these 500 fans of comedy of Lewis's were the most awesome raging alcoholics. Like, <laughs> like and then it got weird performing later in the week because now they're like my drinking buddies. And I'm like, that's not really a crowd anymore. Yeah, right. Now they're just enablers. <laughs> yeah. They're part of my life. Um, so you buy a ticket and then you get to go to every show and we do weird stuff in the day and then shows at night and you can go to all of it or none of it but if you're on the ship you can't then buy a ticket like people got on the ship and they're like oh well, we want to it's like well doesn't work that way because there's only 500 seats in the showroom so once they're yeah. sold that's it but you're playing to the same audience throughout the week yeah that's but we strange. divide the nights i mean there's like 10 there was like well not 10 maybe there was six comics so like mm -hmm. i would do me and john panette would do a show one night so i would do like 35 and he'd do 35 and then another night i'd just do a different 35 and i can't repeat they're, they're gonna catch on <laughs> <laughs> they're not, not Vegas. Drunk, right <laughs> right we didn't throw all those people off we get a new 500 people <laughs> it's the same people so yeah we i mean we do a lot of weird things together listen i when you talk about people knowing who you are now what what turned that for you when did you just go from the you know, comedy, this is a comedy club, to you're coming to I don't think show. one thing, although seri really, seriously, serious radio puts the name, I think my voice and my name from the radio, if, if I, like I, if I check in at an airport and somebody hears me talk, standing there, I don't think they'd, they'd be Not like, weird. I don't know. But then when they hear my voice, they go, oh, are you the lady? Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> I guess, Last Comic Standing was kind of big for that because it's on in prime time and it was on 13 weeks and there were so many ads. But Yeah, the prime time thing is incredibly different from like the Tonight Show audience. Or oh, a whole new audience. group of people. Yeah. It's, a, it's what I call my brother and his wife. They have kids. So he, they get home from work. They deal with the kids. They put the kids to bed. They watch an hour of TV. They watch the news and then the five minutes of the monologue of whatever and go to bed. Yeah. That's it. So they never see Comedy Central. They never see HBO or Showtime or any of it. They are primetime people. So... Mm. Last comic fell into that, and you you felt that almost immediately. It just started to yeah, change that was like a big one as far as because of the ads. I think it was. I th I really realized I don't even have to have a career. I just need to have ads for a career. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ads because they kept showing. Because I never even performed on Last Comic Standing. I just looked like a crazy lady who lived in the house, and yet people were like, "I want to come see your show. Why? Why would you? Why?" I didn't say anything on that show that would have wanted me to go see me. Because I never performed, so what? Well, I don't. I don't understand. People were like, "Oh, but you seem nice, so you would buy a ticket to <laughs> see a nice lady." <laughs> I mean, I am nice, yeah. but I mean, there. It is an interesting <laughs> thing. So is my mom. You you, you got thirty seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you go hang out with her. <laughs> if you get on TV, though, that's the thing. Just like the reality stars, literally become 
stars to people. They just don't know what to do with it. I mean, you right. have, you know. At least we did have a talent. Like, I felt, I feel like a lot of those shows, like Top Chef, like, those people have a talent. Yeah. Some of those shows I would watch. Like, I won't, Survivor, I, I just don't want to watch people be mean to each other and eat rats and shit. I, well, but just to win money. Yeah, I mean, but they're forming alliances. <laughs> oh, well, there's a lot more going yeah, on. Yeah. There's a lot happening yeah. there. <laughs> I'm never quick enough, though, with the manipulation, because then somebody go, Kathleen, don't you understand that? I'm like, no. I didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> voted me out, huh? Wait, I'm voted back in? I didn't know I was out. <laughs> so you weren't really even performing on Last Comic Standing. It was Well, I was gonna, Yeah, but... You have to go in this booth and say, I'm funnier than Ron, and then you got to say, I'm funnier than your schmucky hook, and then somehow the votes are tallied up, and but you have to be voted for enough to get in the mix, Yeah. but I nobody would vote for me. Well, nobody wanted to take you on because you had been doing this for a while. But you so had they, and they yeah. totally misread the crowds, because the crowds were like, for it's a TV taping in the day. I mean, we were getting people from, I'm not even kidding, like homeless people and <laughs> kids that were off school. That's not my crowd. I mean, kind of. I like the alcoholics, but... You're, you're, yeah, but you don't see homeless as your core demo? Some of the homeless. I would have to ask them, how did you get here? Yeah. How did you get to be homeless? If it's drugs and stuff, mm, I don't really understand that. Too much drinking? I get it. Yeah. No, that's my guy. Yeah. But I think like John Heffron or somebody could have totally beaten me in front of that, in front of crowds where are a lot of younger people. Mm-hmm. And then it got kind of um, uh, also really ethnic at times where I could have totally, Whitey totally could have been taken down. Yeah. And you've done The Tonight Show a ton of times. You've done Letterman a ton of times. Mm-hmm. Do those things spike your audience or? Yeah, it's you hard know, to tell. It's a marathon. I mean, I've done The Tonight Show probably 14 or 15 times, Letterman six, I mm. think. And now, now you just keep doing them all. There is no Johnny Carson anymore. No. There is no thing where all of America is going to know who you are. You just, like Lewis said, you just go on whatever they tell you to. If it's, you know, making pies with two beagles, you fucking go make a pie <laughs> with two beagles. <laughs> like, if, even if that's the name of the show, I'm like, Lou, what are you doing? I'm doing the pies with beagles. The what? Don't ask. Don't ask. Some other comments. How does she get these gigs? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. She gets everything. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I just did Craig Ferguson again. I'll do that. It, at this point and i'll do whoever whatever i'm just gonna go do five minutes somewhere i don't care it none of it I, it used to matter like there was a hierarchy like oh letterman is this and Lennon was this and, 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 and now it's just all right whatever was there a certain time where you've kind of let your soul just forget about all the things that matter to you <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you're just like well i'll do it it doesn't matter what it is but you don't hold this as precious like some people will be like i've saved my tonight show Shots and none of that. Uh, no, 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 because no, somebody was they were trying to. The, my agents and stuff were like, We need to make a reel of all these shows. I was like, I don't even know what I've been on this year. Like, mm. I thought you all were keeping track of that. Shit. <laughs> like, if you think I have it on TiVo, I don't. I, I can send you Hillbilly Handfish in the last five episodes, and I've got hoarders and I've got intervention, but I haven't been on an intervention yet. So. <laughs> And I don't have enough time to hoard. I'm not home often <laughs> enough. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any of that. I like doing it. I like, I'm, Craig Ferguson was really fun yeah. a while back. And 
I, I'll do whatever I'm asked, but I don't think there's... Ferguson is a little more freewheeling than the other shows, right? Yeah, in the studio, it's like really small like this, and there's yeah. only... Like, and it's very dark. It feels like a club. I said, if this had alcohol, we'd be at Zany's in Chicago. Mm. I mean, it's that good of a feeling versus the also the rest are very brightly lit, and the audience is awkward because they don't really understand what's going on. They're like, they've never been <laughs> TV taping, so they're like, oh, you know. The whole thing is just like a bad date. <laughs> very uncomfortable and you just want it to be over and hope that no one got hurt and then no 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 matter what happens you're back to the road yeah it's not yeah that's why i never understand when these comics get so nervous about something like let's say they're gonna go on letterman and they're so nervous i'm like do you understand if you suck or if you kill you are still going to omaha friday <laughs> like this doesn't even if you i mean if you were to do horrible i guess it could cut off you for the rest of your life but even so they'll switch bookers you'll get back in don't worry so much it's it's a lifetime it's not one night it's not one shot i mean you want to do well but the the nervous the insanity i see people go through it's like it doesn't matter this much it might have when it was johnny carson because yeah. two-thirds of the country was going to be seeing who you are now what are these shows pulling in? 1.5 million? I'm like, yeah. if you suck, that means 349 million people didn't see it. Look at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you are clear with 349 yeah. million people in this country. They still think you're the nobody they didn't know yesterday. So don't yeah. worry about it. And even if you kill, people are always like, I saw some guy, he did a joke about this. I mean, they don't hold it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, one of them, I really did well. My brother goes, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny, but did, did you happen to notice the dude by the camera that had a fishing lure on his hat? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I did. He was an audience member. He had a hat on that just had fishing lures hanging off of it. <laughs> and I thought, wow, he wore that to the Tonight Show. Like, yeah. he couldn't wait. I, I, but I mean, that's all I focused on. That's what my brother focused on. Like, But yet the jokes were yeah. good, and it was a really good set. But, you know, that's what my family's concentrating on now after been 23 years you've been on the road mm -hmm. and is there anything left for you to do to, during the daytime i mean have you seen every museum or whatever the hell i you're did supposed all to that do? and yeah. i was one of those comics that did that i was not the comic there were always the comics who were like go to the movies because they're free i'm like you would just go watch dog shit if it was free <laughs> if they said oh there's a movie about different piles of dog shit they would go it's free it's fucking free clubs paid for it it's free like i i was like doesn't anybody want to go do it no 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 i was a dork and went and did all that stuff by myself now I just have friends in those towns because mm. I've been going so long. There's people I want to see, so now I'm just like a lady who lives in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> seeing my friends. I don't, I don't need to go to their zoo again. <laughs> I don't. Sometimes the city will throw in something new, but I mean, no, for the most part, yes, I've seen everything there is to see. And the the road never becomes something that you can't do. Some people are like. I've done it. I can't do it anymore. But you seem to be. I like it. You're comfortable with it. Yeah. I get weirded out if I'm any place for more than two weeks in a row. Then I think something has gone wrong. And I'm like, it's time to go. I can't. No, I can't. I don't know how people do that. And you just have these friendships wherever they exist. Uh -huh. They're all separate They're all, friendships. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of separate weirdos that need to be kept separate <laughs> from the other weirdos. <laughs> like, let's just keep the crazies in their little towns. There's yeah. Crazy Bob in Cleveland. He doesn't need to know Steve in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. or, you know what I mean? And there's com there's comics in every town, I'd say, yeah. that I have been friends with for 20 years. So that's fun. And any kind of career goal that you're aiming towards? Or is it just <laughs> no. the no? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 
No, that's why, like, in those meetings, that's why I'm so bad in those meetings in L.A. They're like, well, Kathleen, if you had any, any kind of show, what would you see for yourself? I'm like, ah. <laughs> Something with drinking. and <laughs> I like celebrity poker. That was fun. Like, I... That's why Lewis, like Lewis and I, sometimes they've offered him shows or, or, or me a show in one way, and we don't want to do it because it just seems like work. Like our lives are so much fun. Why would I want to stop doing this to go work on some sitcom that you know there's going to be all these writer people involved? Half the shit's not going to be funny. It's just going to be hacky and, bleh, and mm. yeah, I don't know. I have never had, that is another, I feel like in high school, Kathleen, do you have any goals? I'm like, fresh out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> no, I don't. The great thing about that then, you've reached your goal. This is it. <laughs> yes. But each thing. She's made it. Yeah. You've made it. Yeah. There's nothing else. She's all done. Everyone go home now. Yeah, she doesn't need you anymore. I made it to Ron. Back here in serious. I no, that's why though I think I'm happier. Cause I don't have any goals. So everything that happens is just a bonus. I'm like, oh, I never thought that would happen. Wow, I'm on a cruise ship with John Panette getting hammered. See, this is fun. Because really, I do think a lot of the comics, and I've seen them on the road. I have to be on the Tonight Show by the time I'm 27. And then I have to be, I'm like, oh, this is going to get weird when all this shit doesn't happen. This is going to get real weird. Like, I don't, yeah. Everything's a bonus. The, I, who knew serious radio? This is the other reason I say in entertainment and comedy, you can't really set goals because you don't know what's going to happen. That's another reason I say yeah. no to Oprah's goal list. Really, <laughs> Oprah? Because you're assuming, okay, what if I said, well, I, I mean, 10 years ago I couldn't have said, I want to be the number one played woman on serious radio. Well, I didn't even know it was going to be here. Now look what <laughs> happened. No. It's, it's lovely. So right. you just keep going like this and wait for the formats to come to you. Wait for the world to change. I think it's going to yes. keep happening more and more. Yeah. Kathleen Madigan, everybody. <laughs> for listening to today's Ron and Fez show. For your convenience, this program will re-air tonight starting at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. The Opie and Anthony show is next on The Virus.